0: Shit, I didn't even know. Wow. I didn't even know this thing started. Um, appreciate you guys. Who's the first in? here? Appreciate everybody, man. I just wanted to talk about uh, a couple of things. Um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about first, uh, just you know, the regular stuff that I'm seeing on the timeline. The first thought was USHOP Nurkic. And I, I don't understand the reasoning behind uh, trading for him. Me personally, the only clear reasoning I can get why the Knicks would even entertain this is if they have another deal on the table, which can net them another floor spacing big and in that deal, you trade Mitchell Robinson in that deal. For example, um, I would think about Nurkic if the Knicks traded Mitchell Robinson for Chris Tavis Porzingis in a sign trade deal. Um, I know Chris Tavis Porzingis is owed $36 million. Will he opt out of that? I don't know. Will he opt into that? Most likely, yes, he will. Uh, Because he can opt in and then he can receive a a long-term deal after he opts in. Um, If he opts out, he'll have to go on free agency. And maybe the Knicks and Wizards do a sign-and-trade deal. And then after you do that original deal, that's when you can go ahead and trade for Usopp Nurkic. But um, I'm I'm trying to gouge why the Knicks would have interest in him. I still don't see the reason why. Uh, I think Nurkic, for me, uh, he's just a better scorer, a guy you can, you know, throw the ball into the post. And shout-outs to my guy Claudio. He just sent me this. So I would like to share this with y'all. Mitchell Robinson led the league in the shortest average shot distance at 1.2 feet. The next closest is Clint Capella with 2.2 feet. 92% of Mitch's shots were... Zero to three feet. Next closest is Dwight Powell um, with 80% of his shots being zero to three feet. Mitch led the league with 52% of his field goal attempts as dunks. The next closest is, you guessed it, Jalen Durant. Um, So, of course, we all know Mitchell Robinson does not have the, you know, floor spacing capabilities. Of course, we know that Mitchell Robinson... Uh, can't do but so much on the offensive end, but Mitchell Robinson defensively is, you know, a main a a, a main part of our scheme, our defensive scheme, because what Tibbs like to do is funnel everybody to the center. This is why Tibbs loves having rim protecting centers. Um, in today's NBA, we're looking at the NBA Finals. Uh, both centers in the NBA Finals does some type of floor spacing. Uh, Shout-outs to Bam Adebayo. He's found his way, actually, in the playoffs. You know, I, I used to call Bam Adebayo overrated. And, you know, understandable. You know, I'm a Knicks fan. I, you know, we shit on other players uh, as we see fit. But at the same time, you know, the just the basketball in me. Shout-outs to D because D just pulled up. And just, the, <laughs> it just every time I see D picture... It just makes me want to talk basketball. But then again, I think about Tom Thibodeau and it just fucking frustrates me again. But um, as far as the, the basketball aspect of everything, you know, a guy like Mitchy Robinson, of course you would want him to improve his 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 offensive work. But the facts are the facts. As of right now, he's a guy who can only score inside of two feet to the rim. And, you know, it's kind of embarrassing because it's, about to be his sixth year in the NBA. But I think, you know, I think it's cool. I'm fine with it. You know, I have no issues with it. This is why I never really bring up Mitchell Robinson's offensive um disadvantages when it comes to him. But I also think it's attributed to Tom Thibodeau. Um Thibodeau uh is a guy who he does not run a lot of pick and roll. It might seem that way according to advanced analytics but to my eyes, just to my naked eye and watching Thibodeau or how he runs his offense within the past couple of years, we don't really depend on pick and roll play per se. We depend a lot more on ISO action, and we depend a lot more on IQ. So when I say IQ, we run a semi-triangle offense, and a semi-triangle offense has some read and react to it, right? So if a player is standing still in Tib's offense, some of it is attributed to, to Thibodeau, right? Because Thibodeau, that, that's what he wants. Some of it is attributed to him. But most of it is attributed to the players you got on the court. Because not every single basketball player that you deploy on the court will stand still. Uh, they will cut. They will move without the ball. It's in a player's mindset. It's also something that you have to teach certain players, Um uh, it was an interesting stat that that was brought up by by D yesterday when I was listening uh, to his spaces. And he brought up how Jalen Brunson was one of the best catch and shoot three um guys in the NBA, top five in the NBA, up there with Steph, Stephen Curry and Klay Thompson. You know, I like to do my little three in the morning. Let me make sure D is accurate with that take. He was spot on with that shit. And then that makes me come back to Mitchell Robinson. So, You got Mitch, a guy who cannot score outside of two feet from the rim, but we don't know. It's just the evidence that's presented to us, right? And you got a a guy in your point guard who's a top five catch-and-shoot guy. So it's up to Tibbs to try to maturate them two together. How do you try to get these two guys on the same page? For me, you run a lot of pick-and-roll with Jalen Brunson and Mitch Robinson to cover both of their deficiencies. You also need to run a lot more pick and roll with Julius Randle being the initiator. Because now that offsets Mitchell Robinson being in the, being packed in the, in the paint all the fucking time. But now, back to the basketball talk, right? We're, we're talking about Usopp Nurkic, a uh, center position. Why the fuck would this come out of nowhere? The only basketball logic I could think of this shit of Usopp Nurkic, because I don't want him, is that the Knicks is looking... At Possibly, and I, I don't, I don't have no rumors. I don't, you know, no speculation, no crystal ball. Nobody DM me, no nothing. But from what I'm seeing on the outside looking in, is maybe they're looking for a deal for Mitchell Robinson. I don't know, but maybe they're looking for a deal for Mitch, and they want a floor spacing five, and Yusuf Nurkic should probably be that guy's backup. Cause I don't see Usad Nurkic as a starter in today's NBA anymore. He's a damn good backup. He would be a great backup, and he's tough. He's a good basketball player. I'm not going to sit here and, and and shit on him like Nah, he trash. He this he, he's a he, he's a good basketball player. He's a good str- screen setter, right? And and he understands where to be on the court. So that's the only thing. That's the only reasoning I can think of when it comes to um. Yusuf Nurkish being on my timeline and me just randomly, magically seeing it. Um, the next thing I wanted to talk about outside of the center position, um, and shout outs to all of you guys who just joined me in, and joined me in this space. Um, how do the Knicks improve this summer? Part one. It's going to be five parts to this, but this is just part one. Um, another thing that I was thinking about, uh, the next topic is. Shout-outs to the Celtics, right? Uh, I see a lot of Knicks fans who are slamming the Celtics. Rightfully so. Um, The Celtics failed. They should have beat Miami. And my narrative when it comes to the Celtics is, hey, look, listen, man. Let's flip the script. If the Knicks had two number three overall picks and they started foul, a number seven overall pick who is the Defensive Player of the Year award winner. You got another former all-star in your starting five, and you got a stout defender that you drafted also in your starting five. That was an absolute failure, right? But kudos to the Celtics because they was able to draft two guys who made all-NBA. But now, according to the CBA, because this new CBA basically – for me to just dumb it down to, to, to the best way that I know, um, this CBA wants parity. This CBA do not want two players on Supermax deals on the same squad. This, this new CBA uh, uh, puts a stranglehold on a lot of trades. It puts a stranglehold on... Yo. Oh, good luck, OG. I appreciate you. All right. All right. Thank you. Um... This new CBA puts a stranglehold on a lot of things, man. And, you know, if I'm the Celtics, you got to really sit down and think about if you really want to supermax both Brown and Tatum. You have to genuinely think about that. And me, listen, man, I'm a Knicks fan. I ain't going to lie to y'all. If I had Tatum and Brown, I'm absolutely saying on the app every fucking day supermax jalen brown every fucking day of the week if 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 that's me just me personally Uh, the reason why i would say that if i'm a Celtics fan because if i'm a knicks fan i'm just flipping the script right I'm, i'm just thinking of the roster if i'm a knicks fan if i had the celtics roster we drafted these two boys we drafted most of our roster we did certain things the right way yes we probably made a mistake by um firing you for getting a little side coochie you know we we probably made a mistake but it's cool it's fine just retool the players around what you got right but then again you gotta think about it if you got two super maxes on your roster how the fuck is you gonna build a basketball team so you're damn right Jalen brown getting traded this summer You're damn right. You're damn fucking right he's getting traded this summer. And I will understand. I will understand that. The business aspect, that's a loss if I'm an owner. If you didn't win me a championship, there's no reason why anybody, there's no reason why I should have two Supermaxes on my team if you did not win me a championship. So with that said, you know, I'm not joining in the whole R.J. Barrett's better than Jalen Brown. You know that whole stupid ass narrative. I think they should be teammates. Um, would I still trade for Jalen Brown? You're damn right, I still would. You know, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown is a guy who he's proved. First of all, he's proven right. He's pro- it, it, He had one bad playoff game. Cool. Eight turnovers. He was horrible yesterday. Horrible. Horrible. I will not defend what he did yesterday. Um, At the same time, I feel like he's a guy who needs a new change of scenery, one. Two, I feel like his defense, his defense, I think think he's a great defender. Uh, I think he's a dog. I think he competes. I know his handle is very suspect. That's the thing that scares me. His handle is very suspect is very loose. He has to tighten that up. Uh but I, I, I wouldn't be scared to have Jalen Brown with the ball in his hands in a Nick uniform and the play in a playoff setting. That's just me personally. Also the um the the third and final thing and the reason why I would still trade for Jalen Brown is we have Jalen Brunson. So when I think about any type of roster construction and the reason why I go back and forth with a lot of Knicks fans, and after I'm done with what well, I'm talking, I, I guess I'm, I'm going to open up the floor because I don't, I don't want to hog. I don't, don't want to be Julius Randle, right? I don't, I don't want to hog everything, right? But when you got a guy like Jalen Brown, and I mean a guy like Jalen Brown, a guy like Jalen Brunson, who is short, who is a negative defender, who we did not pay this man a hundred plus million to play no defense whatsoever. That's why you bail. That's why on my timeline, you will never see me complain about Brunson's defense. We didn't pay him to play defense, but at the same time, you matter. You got to make sure you construct your roster with a bunch of dogs on the wings who could protect this little man. I don't give a shit about him leading the NBA in charges. I was on his faces earlier the dude, Coke Butter Cheese, yo man, your man Jalen Brunson, man, he do play good defense, man. He get charges. What? So you go in the fucking barbershop and you say, yeah, he played good defense. You tell OG, OG asks you, yo, how he play good defense? Cause he get a lot of charges, man. Shut your bitch ass up. Shut your bitch ass up. Then you come on here, you talking about old oh, state, you and Jay. Be saying some nasty takes on the timeline and and, and y'all wrong. What was I wrong about? I was wrong about Tibbs' offense. I was proven right versus Miami. I was wrong about Randall. We all watched the same playoffs. We watched Randall in two separate playoffs, two playoff runs, bro. He's 28 years old. I was damn sure right about Julius Randle. And I'm not talking about the whole when I call Randall trash and, and all of that bullshit, I'm not talking no, I'm not trolling right now. Because Randall's not trash. But I told Nick fans three, three, four, no, four years ago, as soon as we got Randall and I seen Randall play for a month, Randall's a championship third or fourth option. As soon as I seen it. Because I don't want that man with the ball in his hands in a playoff setting where he has to think. I need him to just go. When he's in the top three option in your offense, he has to think. I seen a fucking uh, 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 video earlier, Randall Randall taking four dribbles for no reason just to pass it to RJ for RJ to hit a step back three. Why the fuck are you even dribbling the ball? Just pass it off. Just pass it off. So, So I'm thinking roster construction, I like the fit with Brunson, R.J. and Brown because R.J. and Brown, those two next to Brunson will make Brunson an even better basketball player. I think Jalen Brown will make R.J. an even better basketball player. I think R.J. will make Jalen Brown a better basketball player. And also Jalen Brown, well, of course, yeah, he'll probably be the highest paid player on the roster. It's cool, but he's a wing. He's a wing. Everybody had bad playoff games. You could have a bad playoff game. What you can't have is consecutive bad playoff runs. It's the difference between having a bad playoff game and having a bad playoff run. That's why I will never believe in James Harden. We, i seen this from James Harden versus the Spurs, game six, 11 turnovers. Why the fuck would years later I would change my take on that man? So, like, Nick fans, like, the whole, I don't want Carl Anthony Towns. He's soft. If Randall was a BBL ass, Carl anthony Towns is a BBW ass. Both of them soft. It depends on what type of soft you like. They both ass soft. I don't want Devin Booker. He's too pretty, too cute. A lot of cute mid-range jumpers. No winning attached to him. None whatsoever. Every time his team needed him, that man never came through. And what's crazy is he averaged 34 versus the Nuggets. He still didn't do enough. He got smoked. I don't want no Devin Booker. Devin Booker's a championship three or two option. And I'm taking Brunson before Booker. So why would I even want You shitting me? Then you got the other Knicks fans. The, the, dude, Coke Butter Cheese. Yo, I want Miles Turner. Why? He's weird, bro. Like you. I don't give a fuck if that's Randall's man's. I don't want no Miles Turner. Fuck him. I keep Mitch. The fuck is some of these takes I'm reading from people nowadays, man? A lot. We have to stop this casual shit. We have to stop this. Well, the season was a success. We took Miami to six games. No, it was not a success. Because the Knicks should have beat Miami. They should have beat them, yo. And we did not win. We didn't win because of coaching adjustments and we didn't win because Julius Randle matched the same stats from a white man from the civil rights era in 1950. Even if Arjun was playing like dog shit, if Randle would have picked it up, we'll be in the fucking finals right now. If he would have just gave me COVID rent, we would be in the finals right now. You're damn right I'm salty. Kaleb Martin out playing R.J. Barrett in an elimination game. Don't tell me about bringing the same roster back. This roster's ass. Yo, whichever one of y'all three want to go first, man. It, it, man, this whole whoever want to join me in the convo, you can mute yourself.
1: I need another five minutes. All
0: right, um, Sal, right. Hey, what, what's up, man?
2: What's going on,
0: fam? Um, yeah.
2: Great, great opening to the show. Definitely hit some points that that needed to be hit. Um, As far as improving the team, I don't know, man. It's going to be kind of tricky. um, They would have to package maybe a couple of young players that we like and uh, a lot more. I'm not even going to talk about Jeff, man, because that's that's got to be a huge deal, and the Celtics ain't dealing with this. So I, I ain't even going to hurt my head over that shit. But to get, you know, another real quality starter or, or player, you know, definitely going to have to move some young dudes and picks. And and I remember last year, you know, people didn't want to move picks to get a bona fide star in this prime. But, you know, you know whatever. <laughs> I, guess, I guess they know better than me and shit. You know what I mean? Um, so it's going to be tricky, right? And I agree from this standpoint that You got to build around Brunson, right? You know, I got in the Twitter wars yesterday for saying shit I've been saying. It's not my preference to build around midget shooting guards. I I don't believe in that philosophy. That shit doesn't work. However, he is the most dynamic. You know, Nick, they got to build around him, and I agree. In a well, shit, we don't run the offense, but (laughs) in some sort of a, a fucking competent offense you do have to give Brunson space in order to attack the paint, look to score, you know, look to dish. And that's going to take, to me, you know, more shooting, right, and more versatility on the wing from, well, for me, from two to four, right, because I think a stretch four is needed, even though I guess you would say Randall technically can be, but he's not really a stretch four he gets his his action and, and a lot of his threes off his own, you know, off the own dribbling, off uh, a fucking possession where he dominates the ball and stuff like that, unless he's doing that um, transition pull-up three. I give him that. That's that's usually a quicker three for him, right? But yeah. so, yeah. so we need, like, real stretch for somebody that, like, you know what I mean, when, when they get to the fucking corner or they get to the wing spot, that defender has to follow them. We don't have enough of that. You know, being I mean? RJ had a good series, but they left RJ open. Josh Hart was, was, was y'all heart throb and shit. They left him open like a motherfucker. He ain't do shit. <laughs> See, <laughs> Grimes, <laughs> you know what I'm Grimes, mean? untouchable, you know, being until it's time to count on him to hit some fucking threes and shit. So shooting is a must for the Knicks, like real shooters, not not the bullshit like, like real shooters. You know what I mean? And I agree, for defensive purposes, Gotta have length on the defense. Like, of course, um, Mitch, you know, he holds it down. Mitch and, and hard you know, they cool. Can't can't complain about that shit. You're not being. He said RJ had a bad defensive year. He showed in the playoffs that he could. You know, what I mean, slightly improve. So if he commits to that end next year, that'll be huge for the Knicks. I won't lie. No matter how many times he get a shit punched, that should be fucking um useful if he played defense. So I gotta give for that. So versatility though right like wings that can get their own shots and also defend their space or defend their man right and that's not easy i don't think it's out there like that at least at a high enough level to push you know i mean randall down the the pecking order and shit but you know we're gonna need that gonna need versatility on the wings and we're gonna need shooting
0: yo man that's for sure um I think that's why Seth Curry keeps popping up in my mind. But then again, like, we we, we begging for shooting. And Quentin Nilekina is supposed to be that guy. And, you know, when the playoffs come around, the man doesn't even want to shoot the ball. Uh, I know it's his pl- first playoff run, so I'm going to give him leisure. Every time I call him Quentin Lillacena, um I'm just trying to give myself some positive energy because I love Frank Nelakina. I don't know about everybody else, but I love Frank Nelakina. I used to defend him to the death. I my worst take ever was when I say Frank Nelakina has Kawhi Leonard type of defense. <laughs> so nobody, can, so nobody can't tell me your state, man. You don't root for the kids heavy. I root for all of them to succeed. I want them. To, I want Grimes to be here for a decade. I do. I want a lot of these guys here for a decade. But after this playoff run, and what the Knicks are showing me, because the Knicks is showing me basically right now, we're in a win-now situation. And I don't know what they're trying to win, if they're trying to win a championship. I don't know if they're trying to win the fan base hearts. I don't know if they're trying to win some more money. But they got to show me this summer how bad they want to win now. Uh, Because bringing back this same roster, to me, in my opinion, would be – um, catastrophic, the, to say it in a nice way. I think the Knicks will regress next season if they bring back this same roster. Uh, I think that the whole Eastern Conference will get better next season. I also think that the book is out on the Knicks as far as Jalen Brunson. Uh, nobody had really had the scouting report on him last season. Nobody really knew what the Knicks was going to run last season. And Ever Exposed sold everybody in the playoffs um, how to beat the Knicks and how to defend the Knicks. Uh, even though Brunson was just spectacular, one leg, scoring 30 points three games straight, he will forever get my grace and my pass. But we have to fix the roster in order to protect Brunson and, and, make, and make sure that other guys are successful. Um, the, the thing that alarms me the most is how are we going to get better this summer? And this is a consistent question that I keep asking people because they say, oh, State, we're going to run it back, this, that, and third. All right, cool. So are you resigning quickly in Josh Hart this summer and that's just your summer? That's not good enough for me. Uh, that does not soothe or give me more hope that the Knicks will get out the second round next season. That actually makes me feel worse. Because now you're now you're telling me the Knicks need to commit 100, ooh, I'll say 130-plus million dollars. The Josh Hart email you quickly. Mm, that don't sound too good to me, uh, in, in, in my opinion. Yo, D, what's up, yo?
3: Yeah, what's up? What's up, everybody? Um, yeah, I was just... I, I, the Nurkic rumors didn't make sense to me either, but uh, I was just looking up his contract, and it does kind of uh, match up with Mitch's if they were going to try to do that, but I don't think that's really a good move to make um, if he were playing on the same, you know, on the floor at the same time as Randall and neither of them touched the ball on offense, they would both be running back on defense crying. And I don't know. I just don't think that's a good move. Um, I'd rather just try to look, maybe I get in a backup center that could stretch the floor. Um, Zach Collins actually has a really, pretty much the exact same contract as uh Hartenstein. So you could trade them straight up if, you know, the Spurs wanted to do that. Um, but that's pretty much it as far as trades. I think uh, the other guy I was looking at was Nas Reed, but I think he's a free agent. So you'd have to pay him.
0: Yeah, I was, yeah. Um, My caveat for the whole Usopp-Nurkis thing, because I don't want that guy at all. Like It's pointless. We have Mitchell Robinson and you got Jericho Sims. It's very pointless. But the only reason why even that would be put out there is maybe the Knicks is looking for a deal for Mitchell Robinson for a floor spacing center. And then Usopp-Nurkis should be in another deal with Portland where we acquire him and he would be the backup. Um, That's the only logical thing I, I could think of because I definitely don't want him as the starting center. I think he's, I think his best days are behind him and I think he's more valuable coming off the bench. I like his game though. He, he's not whack. I like his game. I like Jonas Valanciunas too. I like those type of, those type of bigs, those big burly guys who could, who could, they could rebound. They could rim protect some. Um, they're not soft. Uh, that's one of the main things. Uh, that The Knicks need to look at what's up, D.
3: Yeah, no, he was at uh, he was in Denver with yet with uh, Jokic, I think, before he went to uh, Portland. So, Denver definitely made the right uh, decision there. Uh-huh.
0: Oh, Denver did the, did, the, did the good old opposite of the New York Knicks decision drafting somebody in the lottery, and instead of um, keeping both guys, you make You you settle in on one guy and you develop that guy. Sounds interesting. The Knicks should have traded Obi Toppin years ago, man. They should have traded Obi years ago, man. I'm so mad D just brought that shit up, man. I I just, I be trying to stay away from the Obi Toppin subject because it's really touchy for me because it was so many other options you could have picked up instead of picking up Julius Randle's backup. Now, years later, we're over here. We're like, we're looking through crumbs, and scrums of garbage for Tall wing when we could have just drafted Devin Vassell outright, and we would have never even had this this this, this whole conundrum with Obi Toppin. Because a lot of the Randall hate comes from us drafting Obi and not trading Randall, and us not picking one of the two. That's a part of it. Um, that's not a that's not just a fan thing. I think I think that's a management thing too, and whoever's on Randall's side, I think got the bigger voice. Another voice. I think there's another bigger, big voice inside of management who's who's on Obi side. So now it's a power struggle. Um, I I never understood the Obi topping pick, man. One of the one of the most unserious lottery picks in in, in Knicks history. It's up there with the Frank Nilakina pick and the Kevin Knox pick. But those two picks, for me. Frank Nilekina probably was a parting gift from Phil Jackson to say, fuck you. Or it could have been Phil Jackson genuinely thought Frank Nilekina could have fit the triangle offense and could have started alongside Chris Asperol Zingas. It's funny because Frank Nilekina was number one in pick and roll defense when he did start next to Pozingas that year. So, you know, a little funny shit like that. And then the next season, you know, we picked Kevin Knox because he busts Miles Bridges' ass in a workout and this, down the third. When we could have had a, a lot of other prospects. Uh, but I don't think those two is as worse as the OB. Could have had Miles Bridges, shit. You could have had him, too. I just don't think those two picks are worse than the OB pick, considering the situation that we're in with OB now. Because the Knox and Frank picks, I don't think any player we drafted those back-to-back seasons would have became the player they are today on the Knicks. Just, that's it, personally. I, I I think that's impossible, Donovan Mitchell, because Donovan Mitchell on the Knicks under Jeff Horner trash. We would have treated him like Kyle Corver. So, you know, I'm going with RJ, but the OB pick, you get right after you get RJ, you win 21 games to draft OB Toppin. And now three years later, we trying to figure out if you want to trade OB, you want to keep OB, you want to pay OB. It's, it's such an unfortunate situation, man. Jack and Jeremy, what's up?
1: Yo, um so personally with the Nurkic situation I've been seeing, Nurkic would be a fine backup center. He's not the same player anymore. He's like 30. Um he's starting to regret um regress. And I would just rather get a Nas Reed. The problem is with Nas Reed, he's gonna get big money this summer. In my opinion, he did really well this year. I would love Nas Reed on this team, but Again, that's my opinion. And, again, I know what Jalen Brown did this playoff series. I know he wasn't really that great. But you see last year's playoffs um, where they went to the finals. He was amazing those playoffs. Um, And I would love Jalen Brown to play next to Brunson and RJ. I think that would fit perfectly in our system. And, again, I know you don't want to be – I see that very unlikely. I do not want Cat personally – but I could see the Knicks doing some dumb shit in getting him, but I'd rather have Cat than some of the other players that they would want on the market too, but even though I don't want Cat either. The problem is, is I feel like with Jalen Brown, I would love him. Like, Like you said, that they would play off each other, Brunson, RJ, and Brown. I feel like that would actually work perfectly with the Knicks system. And the funny thing is, is, obviously, all of swan want Tib's gone. I'm praying he is gone, but he's not going anywhere. And the thing I'm going to say is, the, if we pay Josh Hart 18 fucking million dollars, it would just be disappointing at this point. Because Brunson didn't give him the ball. I don't know if Brunson didn't see him, but she definitely saw him. He literally looked him dead in the eye, pointed the TV, in my opinion. And say, nope, you're not getting the ball. I do not trust you. He literally trusted um a triple team Julius Randle more than Jalen Brunson. So you know what? That's the problem. And <laughs> it sucks that Hart didn't get the ball at the end. Because I would have still passed the Hart, even if you didn't really believe in Hart. So you know what? I don't really want to trade because there's other candidates like Zion out there. I don't want to trade too much for Zion. I feel like Zion, half of the injuries, I don't think he was really injured for that long, too. I think he doesn't want to be in New Orleans, so that's, like, a fuck you from Zion. So, you know what? We'll just see what happens with um this offseason and hopefully some shit, like an actual change. Because I would rather make some dumb little change than run it back with this fucking roster. Because so we run it back, it seems like Leon Rose and Tom is... They're just pussies, bro. If they run it back, they'll just be pussies. So there's no point of doing it. And it sucks that we've been doing all this and how what Leon Rose is gonna do cause he's gonna be quiet. He's gonna be scared. But you know what? If you wanna get a superstar before the new CAA agreement, you gotta get one now. You have to get one now, cause CAA is gonna affect that a lot. For that next summer. So yeah, that's why I'm trading Randall and other players for a superstar or other assets. And like Jalen Brown. In my opinion, Jalen Brown's a superstar. Jalen Brown's so underrated. He just had a bad playoff series. He was he went off the series before. He's gonna be twenty-six Brown, I think, right? Is yeah, Brown gonna be twenty-six state.
0: Yeah, he's twenty-six now. So
1: he's and en- so he's entering his prime. Um and he's probably and he's easily gonna get better, so he's either easily gonna be in that top fifteen range soon. So you know what? That's why it even makes me more wanting Jalen Brown. And the funny thing is, the last thing I'm gonna say, I promise. Um All right, go ahead. Is with Jalen Brown, he never really got the number one option touches, even though he still does shoot a lot. He had a disgusting game. I know that. But if you put him on this team Make him get the number one touches, Brunson get the number two, and RJ being your number three option. This, if you swap Jalen Brown with Julius Randle in this Miami series, I still think we win this Miami series, even how bad Jalen Brown was playing. Because Jalen Brown, how bad he was playing, was still way better than what Julius Randle was. I'm just bringing that out there. And (laughs) you know what? Fuck Tom Thibodeau. Hopefully, some shit changes.
0: Oh, man. Hopefully, man. Appreciate you, Jack. Um, I I don't think there's a lot of, like, candidates to be traded this summer, honestly. Um, Deep down aside, I I resign to the fact that Thibodeau and Julius Randle might be coming back next season, and I resign to the fact that uh, we might not make no trades this summer. Um, It makes me sad, too, and it makes me feel like the Knicks just don't give a fuck about winning. They only give a fuck about their image. They only care about public perception, and they only care about getting... Money in the playoffs. Uh
1: Wait, State, one last thing I'm going to say, sorry to interrupt. Someone said this before, is in the West, we would not be as good as what we were if we were in the West instead of the East because the East right now was injured and weaker.
0: So that is correct. But see, the buck stops this summer. Uh, The buck stops this summer because we're entering a draft class yeah, first of all, I just think this draft class is just so deep. I think this is one of the best draft class in the past 20 years. Um, Guess
1: I, what, State? We don't have pick.
0: <laughs> I, I know. I, I'm, I, I know. And I think you did draft class specifically, um, it has a lot of wings. And I think most of the top 10 in the lottery, a lot of those teams is in the Eastern Conference. So – I hope Nick fans love their 40 wins 47 wins this season because we go back in the next season the the following season which is the upcoming season and we have the same roster. I think we're going to regress. I seen a, last thing in Jeremy you could go. I seen a picture of Amen Thompson and he jumping and I seen Portland with that pick. That should just made me want to cry, yo. That should made me want to cry so much. Hey, cry, good afternoon, man. guys. I hope you guys awesome. having a great
4: night. Whoa, wait, yeah. yo, Jay, real quick. I just gotta get this out, then you can go. My take is not long at all. Ahead. All right, all right. So I just I just shared this in the jumbo the, the jumbotron uh, from the from the group chat, Jay. So we have a group chat. A few of us are in it. Pastor Claudio's in it, and he uh, basically just kind of like searched. Uh, the background of the analytics guys and just the, the, the executives on the team in general, just the whole organization. And it turns out that the head of a uh, of basketball analytics for the Knicks, his experience is, you know, prior to this is creating commercial banking, treasury services, uh, strikes, literally, literally what I. Bank. Wait, I literally, wait, li- literally, because <laughs> like this, this guy is not, he's not a fucking basketball guy. That's who's running it. We don't have people who understand basketball and, and analytics. Running analytics, we have people who understand analytics trying to understand basketball, match analytics to basketball. We're fucked. We're about like we do not have the right people in charge, right? We do. We, we just don't. We That's my whole point. Look at this, man. Like, i I hate to bring it to you. Like, there's a reason that according to certain content creators, the Knicks front office preferred metric is BPM. Right? There's, a, there's a reason they prefer these advanced analytics, because they don't fucking know what they're doing, right? Because they're fucking people who work at banks before this shit. It's, it's ridiculous. We don't have the right people in charge. I'm not saying I'm the right person to be in charge. A, like, you can, we can all criticize this. We're fans. We know what competence should look like. We see it in other organizations. Yeah, you know, This is who's fucking in charge for us. Ridiculous. Forget all the other shit. Forget the players, the trades. doesn't fucking matter. Look at how we're, thi- look at how the organization is thinking through problems, right? This is the best they can do. Unbelievable. I'm out. Thanks.
5: <laughs> just, just to add on that. What's the analytics guy man? that works for the Knicks pretty much doesn't do it. The, the only high level of course, but I work in treasury services at JP Morgan. So he, they hired a dude that is just a banker to, to run the analytics department at Madison Square Garden. Crazy, nasty shit. Uh, I was looking at the – and I, I chat get pretty crazy. And uh, my man Claudio put up a, a little CAA blurb, and he was like, yo, if you look at the agency CAA, you know, it makes sense why the Knicks target who they target, right? Uh, Sam Rose only got six clients in the NBA. Sam Rose is Leon Rose's son. Uh, he got Obi. He got Chris Durante. Sound familiar? Obi and Chris Dorate, two guys that's supposed to get traded for each other at the deadline. I wonder why. Change scenery and kind of easy, easy shit going on. And then he got Jalen Brunson, but they don't let Sam handle his clients by himself. So I guess he's like a he's like a I guess he's like an understudy, like an AVP to Austin Brown uh portfolio. Because Austin Brown got the same players. He got Brunson, uh he got Chris Delarote, he got Obi, but then he got the bigger clients. He got Miles Turner. He got D'Angelo Russell. Uh, he got Jaron Jackson Jr., Malcolm Brogdon, Kaz LeVert. That's a free agent this year. They got for Kaz LeVert, uh, Will Barton, Big Zion, Gary Harris, Kyle Kuzma, Devontae Graham, uh, Seth Curry <clears throat> that, that we've all been talking about. So Seth Curry's big on that list because he's right there in that Sam Rose, Austin Brown, little Cocoon, uh, Keon Johnson, T.J. Warren. Payton Pritchard, Damon Lee. So this is the cast that we got to pick from. Like we don't we don't have much outside of these casts. Like this is this is a CAA uh, basketball situation. They're not really interested in signing the players away from CAA. So this is who we gotta deal with. This is why I want Leon Rose fired. Cause we are li- we are li- literally <laughs> limited to about five or ten percent of the NBA and some shit. It's like
0: crazy. CAA
2: in the building.
0: Question for yep. you, Jay. Uh as far as us being CAA dominated, uh, do you think there's a way that we can work around it? As far as you know, if we're targeting CAA guys, mm-hmm. right? What is the best uh, roster solution for you then? If we're just targeting CAA guys, uh, yeah. so
5: uh, so Nurkic, like I said earlier, you know Nurkic. I got I got a couple homies that's kind of a source that been getting shit right a lot of the time. So he, he got he got some kind of proof. Um, he been talking about Nurkic as a, as a possibility. If you look at Aaron Mitz, Aaron Mintz is the real big dog this year. Yeah. He got Randall. He really got Brunson. You know what I'm saying? He got a lot of the guys under his umbrella. Luke Kennard. He got, uh, he got Jalen Green, which is an interesting one in Houston, if Houston wants to move away from him. Um, Zaire Williams, Memphis, he got Halliburton, he got Josh Green, uh, he got Austin Rivers. That's why Austin Rivers is on the Knicks a couple of years ago. Anybody that's been on the Knicks for the last couple of years, bro, it kind of makes sense because Aaron, or or the other cat is <laughs> Austin. Or the,
6: the people, or the people that they've been rumored to go after, well, not, yeah. out of Malcolm Brogdon's, the Miles Turners, et cetera, et cetera.
5: Yeah, all fucking these guys, his agency. Shit. Yo, I I don't I don't know how they're gonna build out a championship roster, bro. Being like hamstrung to these guys' clients, like. They got good clients, but they don't have fucking the, the most relevant clients in the world. And anybody that's that's against them, like RJ's agent is is that other cat. What's, who's, who's RJ's agent again, these? What's what's R.J. Damn, I forgot his name. He's the same uh, agent as Luca. Though. Luca, yeah. Uh, He's something like that. Agent. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get his name. So, yeah. So, maybe.
6: RJ's with WME. I, I forgot the name. I'll look it up
5: right now. The guy's now. name. Hold on. RJ Barry, Bill Duffy. Bill Duffy. Bill Duffy. Yeah, Bill Duffy. So, WME. His agent. It's sad that we got... You know how sad it is that we got to look at, like... We got to look at who's hype and figure out who represents who to figure out who the niggas is going to target. That's sad, bro. Like, it's just... It's,
2: right, you know, the moment they fucking fired Phil, I said, all right, CAA back in the building. Right, because Phil so. was probably... It just, it. They just took a little nap, a little one, a little two-year nap and
5: shit. Yo, and, and ain't, yo, it ain't like... Pat When you look at Pat Riley, Pat Riley in the finals, like, every other year, like, literally... Like, unless you got a dominant player in the East that's healthy, bro, Pat Riley usually makes to the finals. Pat Riley?
6: Oh. Pat Riley's been in 25% of the NBA finals since he's been as a player.
2: Look at that. So, was it a good move to to let him go? Was that one of the Knicks highlights to, to let him go? Is ahead anyone talking
5: to That's a shit. That's a shit show. Please.
6: Yeah, we're all talking,
5: Jack. So, you that got Bill Duffy, got can that is Luka Donc- Doncic, DeAndre Ayton, Anthony Simons, uh, RJ, of course. Uh, nobody really could ask that. Jalen Williams, uh, Josh Christopher. Yeah, he ain't, yeah, he ain't that, he ain't that pop right now. So, I don't know, man. I don't know what they're going to do, bro. I really don't think they're going to make a, a significant move, honestly, bro. I think we're going to run back the majority of the same team. Unless they can get their hands like a Kuzma or some shit, But I just don't see it, bro. And Embiid is staying home with Nick Nurse, because Nick Nurse is going to fucking give him a new plan. So, he's going to be excited by that. Uh, fucking... Brad Stevens is gonna pay Jalen Brown because you can't, you just can't not pay your 25-year-old fucking wing that gets you to the finals, well, almost Eastern Conference Finals almost every year. So another agent you that together. you
6: can look up for in the meantime, Jay, is um, Nathan Mitch Nathan CAA and Jessica Hoyts CAA. Mitch Nathan, Carl Anthony, that's Carl Anthony Towns' agent for CAA.
5: Who was who was Mitch Nathan got? Uh I'll pull up the, I'll pull it up while you while you're continuing, bro. I think it's Don't, Devin Booker. Yeah, so I don't know, man. Maybe maybe Cat is is the guy, but like, how much you really gonna give up for Cat? This is why everybody's mad at me for the Donovan Mitchell tweet today. So I'm like, bro, if we gonna give up, if if we was mad about giving up three or four picks and we saying the fit was bad defensively with Mitchell, it ain't gonna be much better with Cat. Cat is a fucking turnstile defense too. Devin Booker, Devin Vassell, Grayson
6: Allen, Udonis Haslam, R.J. So how Hampton. How the did they uh, not draft Devin Vassell, bro? Malachi Flynn. That's that's basically his. And fuck... he's like the understudy for, for uh, Valanciunez. So basically how... basically, basically Booker, Vassell, and and Cat. Yeah, how the fuck did they not draft Devin Vassell? That's
5: interesting because
6: Vassell would be perfect on his team. Vassell um... literally got drafted to the Spurs, and
5: they said that the Spurs would never do business with the Knicks ever again. So I don't know why they didn't just draft Vassell. They should have but... just drafted that motherfucker. But it's more politics of Obi Toppin and trying to get Sam Rose <laughs> A good fucking foundation because Sam Rose ain't really got no clients if you look at it. He got like five or six he got Frank Nilakina, but Frank is almost out the damn NBA. So if Sam really got no clients like that. So they, they kinda they trying to keep him above water, it looked like. But um yeah, man, I, I don't I don't know what they're gonna do, man. I just I I don't see a way out, honestly, bro. Last year you kind of see the, the offseason kinda playing out a certain way, but with everybody being on the phone, you know what I'm saying, with with executives stepping down and coaches Trading places, a lot of coach movement this year. So with coach movement it usually comes player movement. Because guy coaches are gonna want to put guys on their team that kinda align with what they want to do. So you got Adrian Griffin, you got you got Nick Nurse moving. And I think you still got Doc Rivers that possibly get the Suns job. You got like two or three jobs available still. So you know, like like you said, like I don't know if Cats heard it earlier. We we talked about it in a couple spaces and D's probably seen the spoke said I ain't fucking with guys that can't play defense. Your best players gotta be relevant defenders. Right, so that's to me that's the foundation of building an organization in 2023. The Nuggets, a stout defensive team, everybody checks everybody in that team. They switchable one through five. Even Joker could play a little defense. Uh, the Knicks, they just don't have interested defenders. So I don't know how you really gonna build out a real roster with it, with that in mind. Uh, fucking Breeze tweeted some some funny shit. Probably the best tweet Breeze ever put out. He said that Bob Myers stepped down because he couldn't look his guys in the eyes. Right. He can't fucking pick. He can't. He can't pick. He probably can't pick between Clay and Draymond with the new CBA coming out. You can't have both of them, right? Jordan Poole got got a max. Wiggins got a max. So you are gonna have to look at Dre, either Dre or, or Clay and let them walk out the door. So he's like, fuck it, man. Let me start over and, and get into a new situation. If the Knicks were smart, they'll call that man and let him real really do a talent evaluation on the Knicks. Um, uh, yo, the most interesting thing to me for the last couple years, especially with this Leon Rose built Knicks team, is. A real talent evaluator who when he walks in a building, I would love to see who he wanna keep and who he wanna get rid of ASAP. That would fascinate me. You know what I'm saying? To see how a real talent evaluator and real analytics guys will kind of build his team out. You know, like like Jeremy was saying, if you know, you look up and down that that, that Nick's executive board, bros it's not a lot of basketball guys on there. Shout out to Walt Perrin, you know, Scott Perry's there for his relationships probably. Uh, Leon Rose, World Wide West, all amateurs. So, the Knicks, like I've been saying for years, like a lot of homies.
4: They're not a serious franchise Jay. They're not a serious agree, fucking bro. organization.
5: You got to get guys. You got to get NBA guys in there. You got to get guys that know about the game. You got to get guys that, that are good on the phones, that got relationships throughout the NBA. It's all about you. And Any major part of business, bro. I don't know. we fuck with Knicks Twitter, man. You, you're not dealing with cats that really deal in a high level of business. But the, the most important part of business is your business acumen. And then your rolodex, right? Because when you work in, a, in any organization, your rolodex is important to problem solve, right? If you don't know who to call and who to email, you are gonna have a long day at <laughs> most organizations. And and I feel like the Knicks don't really got a good rolodex. So we'll see what happens, man. Um, I'm hoping they do something. They probably. Won't.
0: Yo, Jay, I mean to ask you this stupid ass question, yeah, sure. but I gotta yeah. ask sure. you, man. Anyway. What the fuck is a rolodex, bro? Yeah.
5: Oh, sure. if you don't mind. Okay, it. rolodex. Yeah, like a database of phone numbers that that was utilized in the eighties and nineties and seventies, as you write the name and number down of who you would need to call, it's like it's like a like almost like the yellow pages, but a personal phone book. But now it's digital, oh, right? I, so you have them more online. You got them on your computer. You know, you keep your Rolodex. You keep your email, like your address book on Outlook. On Outlook, address book of people you can email, call. You know, you can't you can kind of keep yourself organized. That's the key to business. Right. So the Knicks. I feel don't got a good Rolodex. They don't got, they don't have great relationships across the NBA based on the fact that Leon Rose was an agent for so long. And he was an op for GMs, right? You're sitting across the table, Leon Rose is representing, you know, uh, Donovan Mitchell for four years. And you got to sit there and, and negotiate contracts. And you're going back and forth and you're getting pissed off. And you say, oh, I don't like that Leon Rose guy. Fuck him, he's a op. Now you're in a situation where you don't have allies in the NBA. Because you were across the table with them for years, you know what I'm saying. So we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. This is this is why the agent to GM thing is a little shaky because it it does doesn't make sense in terms of relationships. You know what I'm saying? Bob Myers pulled it off, but outside of Bob Myers, you know, Palinka been struggling for years. I don't I don't know how he pulled them trades off this summer, but I mean this this past fall. But agents struggle, man. Agents definitely struggle as executives because. The relationship's ain't there, man. But we'll see what happens, man. I'll let somebody else go because literally my favorite panel's up here between Jeremy, Ari,
4: Deej, you know, <laughs> literally, literally. Wait, but before, before Ari goes, Jay, before Ari goes, I just want to say something. So this is another thing from the chat that I had to share. All right, so this guy, Nick Restifo, he is the manager of coaching analytics for the New York Knicks, okay? So he has a master's degree in data mining uh, from, like, you know, not even like a you know, heavily prestigious school or anything. But not that it matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, multiple years of NBA experience. Cool. Uh, within both the front office and coaching science basketball operations group. Here is his draft grade on Kristaps Porzingis. Pure grade C minus. Oh boy, the Knicks really didn't know what I was uh, going to give them here. The Knicks lose a lot of Ross score from drafting Kristaps Porzingis. Stat models don't hate him, and the great Kevin Pelton's model sees him as the number two prospect. But overall, the stats and Christophe's as number 11 talent. Emmanuel Mudiay was right there. This guy thought that we should have taken Emmanuel Mudiay over Chris are this. He is running our you team.
5: That's absolutely running our team. Y'all got to be careful. You got people that wow. you got, you got people that's on the timeline that got jobs in Madison Square Garden. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got people like – there's people everywhere. Like They're just hiring
0: random guys, bro. <laughs> Yo, that's funny. I I like this insight today. Very negative. I like I like when negative negative fans <laughs> give me out.
5: And, and, and Ari will tell you about when the when the, the earnings report comes out next month and uh <laughs> that's going to have a lot to do with who they bring back and what Mr. Dolan says and I heard they got to be like a meeting coming up soon. It got to be a meeting like first week of June, you know, right before the draft, right before they start doing workouts. So, you know, Dolan's going to take all that to court, like the the earnings they did two full playoff rounds this year. so, And if you look at it, I think what Ari did last year, the playoff rounds count for, like, I think, like, quarter of a season or some shit in
0: terms of income. So, I don't know. It's crazy, bro. Yo, for full disclosure, this is a state space. You could just cut in, bro. D, you do not have to raise your hand, bro. Yo, I'm excited. You got Ari and D's it, it, it.
6: They're nah, but go ahead, go ahead. Cause I'm a no, I'm just, I'm just. Uh, listen, I the whole reasons and state you're doing a great job, bro. The whole reason why I love being up here is because like Jay from Florida could provide you and Jeremy too. They could provide you the information of how everything is done back, back door, in the back in the backyard in the, in the underground. And I'm just gonna come up here and say Kyle. that's why I think Kyle Kuzma is probably gonna be the guy they come after. Because I mean, obviously, if you're reading. What's going on around the league? Definitely after the Combine, it seems like the Knicks are less interested in trading their assets away for Carl Anthony Towns. All of a sudden, Portland is just being whispered amongst the entire league. Like, if you're watching a Combine or watching other uh, videos, shout out to the Chicago Bulls. Um, I'm going pl- to plug him up here as well, his videos and what's going on over in Chicago. But it seems like Damian Lillard got some help on the way. I don't know. It could actually be Cat. Like with the picks and the youth that they don't have in Minnesota, there's been a lot of rumors of them getting the third pick as well. Teaming up Cat with with um, Damian Lillard, teaming up Cat with Pascal Siakam. I mean, teaming up Dame with Pascal Siakam, teaming up Dame with
5: Zach Levine, who is literally an hour away from his hometown in Seattle. So what's the point, so, of Leon Rose game? Like, what's the point of Leon Rose being there now? Somebody, uh, tell it to me,
6: um. That's where I was going with this. If he doesn't get any type of star player and I, I think everybody's perception of star player is very different. I think I think all I think a star player in his mind is just somebody that made the all star team, or else he would have just got already got rid of Julius Randle. But if he can't get any all star on his team after this summer, especially with Bobby Marks going on almost every single podcast imaginable, saying that, you know, there's gonna be a lot of different players switching teams. Like, there's rumors of Trey Young getting switched out of Atlanta. There's rumors of of not paying Jalen and Jason to stay together, even before they lost. Like, they've already had those conversations. So if Leo Rose is the one that plays his musical chair after this summer and he can't get anybody, that's a bad look. Because that's the only thing that's really keeping him in the house, to be honest with you. You just heard Jay and Jeremy tell you guys that from a basketball perspective, and I already knew that without looking it up, but from a basketball perspective, they were the best analytical team like, they, they clearly are not because nothing – that whole starting five, and again, no disrespect, I'm very happy where we went, but that doesn't mean that I have to accept where we go. That whole starting five is one of the worst offensive rating teams in the playoffs, plus the play Like, just look it up. they one of the worst offensive rating teams in the playoffs. They're a defensive team, but at this point, I feel like if you look back at Tibbs in Chicago and Minnesota – he had Derrick Rose. He had Jeff T. Like He's had players that are not defensively minded
5: be a top 10 defense. So, so check this out, Deason. I want you to keep cooking. you absolutely baking. But Nick Film School, and we, we watch a lot of shit in his side of the Knicks Twitter, so don't get twisted. Knicks Film School today went on to say that it seems like the Knicks is kind of trying to mimic the Utah Jazz formula in terms of team building. You know what I'm saying? Center you know, ball handlers, Connolly Brunson, you know, similar, uh, Randall being kind of the eyeball, but it's saying that pace wise and, and roster construction wise, they want to mimic the Utah Jazz. w what, do you think about that, D? I think they're
6: missing I think they're missing the efficiency because the only difference between the Utah Jazz and the and the New York Knicks, at least from the playoff versions of Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, is that they were top ten in,
5: in three point efficiency. The Knicks are not top ten in three point efficiency. They're actually ranked at the bottom, and so like and in the most efficient. I think that the, I think Utah had the highest net rating ever.
6: Yeah, the highest offensive net rating ever, ever constructed. I think, but then they flamed out. That was the year that they broke it apart, when they actually was the number one seed. They were that was the highest net rating offensive team ever. But like, even with that, it was still three point shooting efficiency. Like we don't have. That's why I keep on looking at like. Offensive-minded players. I don't want to hear anything about defense. Like, do not bring anybody that can play defense in here. The reason why it works for Spolstra is because he he has smart basketball players, and he puts them in situations where they can win. Like they, if you watch that game seven, like Jimmy's in an action with Bam, or Kyle Lowry's in an action with Bam, and you got Duncan Robinson and Max Strus playing like a, a two-man game on the side, so they're moving. Like, we don't have that here in New York. That goes to basically what Jay from Florida and Jeremy's talking about with basketball analytics. Like, you don't have that on your on your roster. You don't have that in an, orga- or in an organization. Not
4: even close. So,
6: like, Spolster could say, I want defensive players because he could just have them in a system where analytically he can make the best out of them. There was that guy that played last night that basically clamped Jason Tatum for like a whole quarter. I don't even know his fucking I'd name. Tell. Yeah. That like the reason why it works is because analytically he's able to help. Like he doesn't have to shoot. He he drifts off and analytically he plays a whole different way, which is why the Obi Toppin thing is frustrating because they don't let Obi Toppin float. They just put him in a corner and say shoot a three when he never shot threes to begin in his his actual basketball career. So from I'm just looking at it now. Jay just uh, Jeremy taught you the analytics thing. I'm going to shut up and land my plane. Jay from Florida just taught you the the CAA thing. And that's why I'm just looking at CAA. That's why I put Kyle Kuzma up here. If you're talking about from a basketball – if we're just talking about basketball, they need a shot creator. And I'm big on this season, this offseason. I'm big on gravity and floor spacing. Look it up. It's actually a metric. It's a basketball metric. And Kyle Kuzma right above on a jumbotron solves that problem. Jay from Florida just told you he's fucking CAA. They've literally been getting, been getting
4: I like all get CAA Kuzma. agents and players. In here. I've been on the Kyle Kuzma train for a long time, right there with so you. How do how do we Jeez.
5: get Jeremy talks about so Kyle Kuzma get... every day in the chat? Like literally
0: <laughs> every day. Yeah, how do we? Just for the audio. How do we get Kyle Kuzma? We have no cap space. We have no first round. Well, picks. I read,
6: I read, <laughs> I'm glad. you said that. So I, I was reading. I was reading the, um, and I think it's on Hoops Hype about Kyle Kuzma and how it would look. So I'm going to put it up on a jumbotron. I, I actually put it as a screenshot. So if Kyle Kuzma signs with another team as a free agent, they said this summer nine teams project to have cap space. Of those nine, seven are in the range to be able to offer Kyle Kuzma the maximum that they possibly can. That deal would look like this. Kyle Kuzma for four years is $144 million. The average price a year is 33 to $34 million. That would be the same as Kuzma. and The only difference is if Kuzma goes and stays with Washington, he gets the supermax. He gets a 200-plus range. So if he leaves, he's getting anywhere between 140 to 150. Why I say that is because if you match up the salaries of, again, we're talking about swaps and talking about people that we don't want to pay, but if you match up the the Evan Fournier contract, the Obi Toppin contract, the Emmanuel Quickly contract, it kind of fits exactly what he would be making. They would probably have to throw in Derrick Rose, but then you lose your mid-level exception. But uh, shout out to Robert Currency. He was a, he was in um, in my mentions talking about it. But they like they can actually do it. Like they don't, can do a sign you. and trade as long. It's the same thing that they did with Brunson. It was a sign and trade. As soon as Brunson said, "I want to come to the Knicks," Kyle Kuzma just has to tell Washington, "I'm leaving." And if you guys want anything to get back from, and again, we also have their pick, so that's also something that they can get their rights back to. Because mm-hmm. remember, it flipped backwards. Yeah, they got it for this year, but we still get to keep it. In our possibility for like, I think the next two years. So if you're gonna uh, lose Kuzma for nothing, might as well get your pick back. Might as well get some players to fit around Bradley Beal. And I would, like Jay from Florida just said, and Jeremy just said, analytic wise, he fits what Jeremy's talking about. Jay from
5: Florida with the CAA conspiracy, he is definitely CAA. So so, so let's let's, let's go again. and again some of the okay. highest usage that we've ever seen. If you look at the 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021 numbers. His usage rate is like the, like literally one of the highest in the NBA over the last four or five years. It was 12th, 12th in the NBA last year. Yeah, yeah. Bro, his usage is crazy, bro. Where did, where did these shots come from? Like, Don't you? It it got to make sense basketball-wise to me. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a way that – so I was reading – either I was reading or watching something on YouTube and – Julius Randle has like the highest amount of like off the dribble jump shots or step like step up something like uh, some some metric that they was looking at. He got like the highest usage rate in terms of just like being able to shoot off the dribble. And they saying they're saying that they want Obi Toppin to kind of mimic those minutes, but he's unable to do it just because of his skill set. Like how do we get? We just need to be more efficient, man. We need guys in there that could just like D said, master shot creation. You know, kind of just get us easier buckets. How did we get there with Tom as the coach? Like, what do you think? I don't know, bro.
2: <laughs> that, you just answered your question, bro. Tom oh, yeah. All the talk we doing at the end of the day, he's the coach. So, should they go and change, bro?
5: Damn, bro. It's Damn, time, man. man. I cut you off, man. My force <laughs> stay in there. <laughs> uh,
6: Jay, if you're asking me, I honestly don't got the answer for you, bro. Like, he's not going anywhere. They got, they, they, they lost to the Heat on what what day was that, Friday? And then the next week, he was at the combine. All these other coaches got fired within that same week. So, like, I, I – like like I just said, like, with Spolstra, like, he's able to make wine out of nothing. Like, with Tibbs, we just got to get as much offensive creation, like self-created, individual self-created creation. It's yeah, like, though. They, like, they're not going to get any help. Like, Leon Rose, like
5: you when, just you Tate, when you watch Tate, when you watch other coaches coach and you watch other talent, you can't tell me you- – Tom, you think Tom Thibodeau is doing a good job? Like, if, like, say, let's say, he, if he just got in the room organized, like everybody's on point, nobody's late. Guys watch film. Guys take care of everybody. Everybody's responsible. Cool. If you got it on lock like that. But when you look at the tape and you watch, you watch the team. You see the production of the team on the court, offensively, and you see the lack of effort in Randall, the defensive lapses in, in Randall in a playoff series. Like, you can't tell me this guy got full control of his team, bro. You can't tell me he's doing everything that you need him to to, to do in terms of innovation for the team, bro. You can't, like, you got to let go of the politics eventually. And people that love Leon Rose, you got people fighting me to the nail about the Donovan Mitchell situation. And when I tweet shit, I just want to see the temperature of the fan base. I want to see how, how much they align with Leon Rose. I want to see how much they align with the players that we got. I want to see how, how they feel about Spider Mitchell a year later. Bro, you should see the defense of Leon Rose in my comments. To where I, I had to mute it. Because I'm like, yo, these cast is really defending Leon Rose. Like, he's a Sam,
0: bro. <laughs> that almighty 4C. Wow. That almighty 4C coke. That shit's strong, Jay. That shit's so strong. You can't Like, I started to do what Jay do. Right? Because I peep what Jay started doing. About he, he started doing this shit like a month ago. He'll just say a tweet and he'll just fill he fill out the, the temperature of the fan base. Cause he sent the tweet last month. I forgot what it was. And he was getting smoked for the tweet. But I'm like, oh nah, I agree with that. You bugging. Just like with the Randall tweet. I agree with that. Fuck he's sharing burgers and fries for after he like gave Vincent outplay him. And I gotta work my nine to five. Fuck his burgers and fries. The fuck you mean? I don't want to see him happy with Kendra Randall. I don't and care and about and that. Quickly
5: asking for two K league and shit, like, bro, you got
7: someone
0: to oh, work yeah,
5: on. Like I know we, I know you in the office, but like, where's the professional just awareness?
6: To be honest, and like, I mean, I'm not trying to chime in, but because I know you got Ari up here, stay. But like, the. From all three perspectives, like basketball related, analytically related, and then the CAA thing, like they're not in they're not in the business of trying to win a championship. They're in the business of just being in the playoffs. So like financially, James Dolan is satisfied with that. They'll be able to sell tickets. No matter what we feel about Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, like that is like all star worthy for them to like say. Hey, look, we have all stars on the roster, but from a basketball perspective, like if they run it back, bro, and that's why I'm highly, I'm very against it. If they run it back, and they play a team like Milwaukee, or they play a team like Philadelphia now with Nick Nurse, they're going to get smoked in that first round from every from every type of vantage point, coaching, players, what the what the defensive and offensive schemes. If they just run it back and nothing changes, they are they the thing that the thing that the the Knicks the thing that happened for the Knicks this year, and I've been saying this often lately, they they got lucky about who they played because Cleveland was inexperienced from head to toe. There's only one player on that roster that was experienced, and that was Donovan Mitchell. The coaching was pathetic. The, the starting five was just as young and dumb as we were three years ago. I mean, two years ago. So like. And they didn't have the offensive weapons to, to, to fight that. So it was just basically willpower versus willpower. And Donovan Mitchell's not on that level where he could just control a series or dominate a series. We've seen that story uh, in the Western Conference. So, like, if they match up in the first round, like, say it's a three, say it's four or five and it's Milwaukee this time and the Knicks got home court, you should not feel confident about having home court against the Milwaukee Bucks. The reason why the Heat were able to do it is because they had shooting on the floor. And Giannis was out for two games. So <laughs> I think everybody just forgets that shit. Like Giannis just missed literally two and a half games. And that kind of switched that whole series around. But also to Miami's compliment, they had shooting. They had defensive scheme because they already played the Bucks multiple times. And they had shooting. We don't have that. We don't have defensive schemes. We don't go wall. We don't go zone. We just play man up. And we don't have the offensive firepower or the offensive creativity to to match, or order shooting. So, like, I'm just looking at it from a basketball perspective, and I'm putting that with the CAA thing and the analytics. They're going to target another CAA player, man. I just don't know who it is. I don't know if it's Kat. I don't know if it's Kuzma. I don't know who it is, bro.
0: Well, well me, you know, <laughs> I got a certain name for everybody. Yo, Izzy, man, you keep yourself fucking muted, man. You see the other Knicks fans in here, man? It's the first time I got to mute everybody. Because you're being disrespectful right now. Keep yourself muted and wait till I come to you. You fucking Cleveland fan. You wait. Do not unmute yourself again. Respect my gangster. Now, with that said, see, see, you playing with me. Now you gotta get removed. This is a one-shot deal. Yeah,
5: this is this is a it's serious a family shot. conversation. They to get
0: out of here with that uh, bullshit.
5: Please.
6: With that bullshit, man. Um Cleveland I got better things to worry about because Carousel Levert might not be going back. I can make a case that he could go to Orlando with the salary that they have and he fits perfectly next to what Bonchero and Franz Wagner are about to become. Who? Uh, Carousel Levert. So, like, Cleveland should not be in here worrying about the Knicks right now. Yeah. Cleveland needs to worry about what small forward they got to put on the floor to help yeah, them. Yeah, the small forward situation. Not make them worse. Yeah, they don't have an answer for that. And they don't have the money for it neither. Or the picks?
0: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, other than
2: that, they're, they're pretty good.
6: Now, the, only I, thing that, the only difference between Cleveland and the Knicks is that they
2: – actually, there is no fucking
6: difference. It's actually the same thing. We, no, there is a difference. They don't have any picks. We we still have our picks. They gave up all their picks. Mm, I mean – Same roster from
0: head to toe, though. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather have Evan Mobley than Julius Randle. But that's a conversation for another day. Um, the game, <laughs> the game that I wanted to play. Oh, shout out to the almighty four C, Evan Mobley. Oh, it's here, brother. Ari State. What, what Ari got to say? Oh, oh, Ari, what's up, man? Ari, what's up, man? I don't want my fault, man. I lost fucking my fault, Ari. It's all right. good, bro.
8: It's all good. What up? What up, State Jay D South? Welcome back, bro. I missed you, South. The, the timeline was pretty, pretty boring without you, bro. We need, we need appreciate we, that. We, we need too, bro. Yeah, man, we need we need your shit, dude. So don't. next time you take a sabbatical, at least give us a heads up. All right, bro? <laughs> no um, doubt. Jeremy, what up? Stan, Jake, Nishi, Jay, whatever, everybody. Jake from East, Ray, whatever, all you guys. So um, <sighs> listen, man, as you guys know, I'm quite the busy man. I don't have a lot of time, but I digged into this CBA agreement a little bit. And, um, bro, the game has changed, bro. Things are very different now. Like, from my understanding, there's not – it's not a hard salary cap, but it's acting – it might as well kind of be a hard salary cap at this point because the punitive – Explain damages- that.
5: Explain that, Ari. You, you, you're not – you got to explain in lamest terms of, for people. Sorry. What What is right. a hard salary cap? Okay. So a hard
8: salary cap is like what the NFL does. It's like you have $180 million to spend. You can't go over it. Okay? Everyone has the same amount of money to spend, right? Now – but the new CBA is it's not – there's not a hard salary cap. But if you pass the second apron, kind of like we were talking about in the chat, the – the what do you call it? The disadvantages, the punishments for going past the second apron are so punitive, meaning that they're so harsh, the punishments, not from a money standpoint, but from a team-building standpoint
5: that – You lose your MLE, You lose all the baby contracts yeah. you can sign like a Kevin Love to
8: yeah, so I, I know some of it off the top of my head. So, you lose the mid-level exception. Okay, you can't you can't send out money in trades, right? So you can't buy draft picks in the second round. You can't send like two million in cash incentives in, in trades. Okay, you can't trade first-round picks that are more than six years into the future, which affects the Knicks because they're going to try to trade. For example, the Kevin Durant trade never happens. Because they pay trade seven years into the future, I think, or eight years. That wouldn't happen now. So that deal doesn't get done. Okay? Um, and you can't sign um, people at the buyout market, which is fucking huge for teams that are in the fucking salary that are like really have a high salary cap. You know how you always wonder how the Lakers get some like old veteran, like a Kyle Lowry, who could still kind of play. He's like a rotation guy, but, you know, they get them for like veterans minimum. Like, that shit's done, okay? Now, when you have a hard – so it's not – you could exceed it. So it's not a technically a hard cap, but it's going to act as a hard cap because teams are going to be so disincentivized to pass that threshold, right? So the way it works is that a lot of the, the third options on teams are going to be getting traded. Or put it this way, a lot of, a lot of bad contracts and, you know – for example, Boston with Grant Williams, right? They have, they're have. they going to re-sign Jalen Brown and fucking um, have Tatum on both on Supermaxes, and they have money with with Brogdon and other teams. They're not going to be able to sign Grant Williams to an extension because they're going to go past the second apron, and it's not worth the Celtics for having Grant Williams on their team if they can't get a mid-level exception, can't trade money and put, put money in trades, can't trade draft picks six years uh, out, or can't bring a preamble on the buyout market, right? So, for example, Brooke Lopez now is much more likely to get traded or Chris Middleton, right? Because you can't keep all three of them and stay under the second apron without gutting your team of just veteran minimum guys. So what this means, basically, is that salary cap matters more than anything right now. Your your, your contract matters so much. So Julius Randle, in my opinion, because of this, his value actually goes up because he's on a he's on a decent-sized deal, right? So, like, for example, you know, Grant Williams, let's say, is due, like, going to probably make a $20 million a year, right? If you can get Julius Randle for six $6 million a year more, right, like, you'd rather that because you get at least someone who played in the All-NBA. It's not like, obviously, I don't like basketball, I don't think he's good, but I'm saying, having a, an attractive contract now, means more than ever before because now you can't just go over the luxury tax and pay the repeater's tax and, like, just get away with it. Like, that's how the Warriors have won recently. You know, they have, like, four max contracts, like Wiggins, Clay, Poole, Draymond, Steph. Like, they have man money tied up there. Those days are numbered, right? So that's why I think this is actually good for the Knicks because they got Brunson on a team-friendly deal, okay, Julius Randle sucks. For tra- I want to trade this motherfucker regardless. But he's on a respectable deal, right? So now that teams are trying to crunch numbers and tighten up their pencils and make sure they don't go over the second apron, he could be in, like, he's got more value, right? So there's, and there's going to be a lot more people being traded. Like there's going to be a lot more moves being made in anticipation of this, right? So I think the Knicks are actually in a good spot if, if, this is the big if, if they make the right moves, they're in a good spot. Um, because you don't just compare the Knicks to the, to the new CBA. You compare the Knicks compared to the rest of the teams compared to the new CBA. And other teams are in a lot worse position than the Knicks are right now. Right? So I think that's a good sign for the Knicks. Now, I think what we need to do is, you know, Invested like investing in like coaching and investing in the draft is now is now much more important because if you're gonna have a what basically is in reality a hard cap, even though it's not technically, the cheaper rookie scale deals are even that much more valuable now, right? So investing in the draft is key. So I feel like draft picks values just went up in trades. Okay. Because you're getting good talent on cheaper deals, right? And
6: more than ever before.
8: Yeah, more than ever before. Exactly. Like people are gonna actually have to fucking like you can't just go over the luxury tax now and just pay a tax. Like there's real basketball reasons why
5: that doesn't work. You can't. get cute in the draft. Like if the Knicks were smart, they would have drafted Devin Vassell because Obi Top is making what $7 million, $6 sixteens million this year, and then seven million next year. You put a – Devin Vassell yeah. mate scored 18 points a game last year. And what is a stout defensive wing, super, 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 super valuable. In the
4: which is – Trey Murphy.
6: Which, you know, Murphy, too. which yeah, is funny. Which is funny because that's the, that's the one issue that they're missing is 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 a 3 and yeah. D wing. But well, you didn't you did prioritize Getting drafting. Getting cute, right?
5: man. And you, with the new CBA, like Ari's saying, you can't afford to get cute. Like, you got to get guys that slide your roster, useful guys.
8: Yeah, you know well, all those fucking positive fucking assholes fucking you know what? It's not my money, it's Dolan's money. We're in New York City, we just pay the luxury tax and no big deal. Yeah, those guys are now fucking over with. They're wrong. Well, yeah, now. They, they're
6: not they didn't spend the time to research and do these things because now it's now it's the witching hour. You know, like the now is three AM coming because now like the cute little engine that could has to pay a hefty price.
0: Yeah, all yeah, right, I got a question for you, bro. Wait, hold on, hold on, Chad. Right. Um, I, I just wanted to say, um, I appreciate everything you just say, And that brings me back to why I'm still pissed off about 2020, three years ago, and why I'm still pissed off about the almighty 4th seed. Worst. Um, that the- was
8: the catalyst. That was the catalyst that got this win now mentality. It all started from there. You're 100- trying to warn them. <laughs> that was like the Allen Houston contract back it in the day. to warn <laughs> At The and, beginning point where we fucked it
5: all up, and I I tried to and like how I tried do you to sign Kemba make- Walker for two years in in the bubble we knew the in in the it was news in the bubble this guy couldn't walk on his own power and you gave him a two year contract I'm, I'm supposed to not only
6: that but you gave up but you
2: gave up a pick in order to get rid of him I think like, first in, first, in order for you to get was Jalen Kemba CAA was CAA fam that's nicks culture we like dudes with fucked up knees and shit you know what i'm saying that that's our favorite target you ain't know that's the fact <laughs> say big out of my you know what I mean? was, was CCA. I, think, I, think I think Kemba, I think Kemba, was, Kemba
5: is like one of them affiliate uh, affiliate uh, agents I think, jeremy
0: i think he's rock nation he's one
2: of nah, them. Nah. i think he's one of he's them
4: he's
0: like one of them let me look
4: that's quick man quick quick as rock nation i think so
0: so this is why like I always condemn the Almighty Four C because I was thinking I was being a futurist.
6: I was Jay, thinking Jay, it's it's Jeff Schwartz. What it what, what's
0: Jeff Schwartz apart? Jeff Schwartz
5: is um it, I, I, look. Hold on. All right. I
0: was I was thinking about the Knicks cap situation. Yes, I, I was thinking about 2024 back in 2021. And my whole main thing about me wanting to tank was look, listen, we don't have a superstar. Let's accumulate. He's Excel. Meaningful. My fault. He's So he's Excel. KP agent. He was KP agent.
5: He's he's Joker's agent. Brandon Ingram. He got nice. Little, he got a nice little. Oh, oh he got driver. nice yeah. squad. Uh, Gallo, Mikael yeah. Bridges. Yeah, he got yeah. he got some guys. Oh, so he, he
6: actually has real yeah,
0: players. Yeah, yeah. He, okay. He's real plug. John and Collins. The, and one of the main things um, I thought about was: listen, not everybody's going to be a superstar on your team, man. Not everybody's going to be an all star. Not everybody's going to be a star. Not everybody's going to be a starter. So when you're drafting high in the lottery season after season, you can easily identify okay, I don't need this guy. Let me trade him because I know I can still get some value for him. And this is why I, always, I hate the OB pick so much, bro. Because now that the new CBA is in, now you have to, you might, you have to trade OB. You, you got to reset the contract. The, like, yeah.
5: That's, that's why. Or first, that's
0: why Or try to change my place.
6: That's yeah. why there's no. There's no way. There's like, I, I hear all the 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 rah rah positive side of Nick's Twitter that's saying running it back. Fight from a financial point of view, that would make no sense. No sense whatsoever. No sense whatsoever. Because then, like, you're we're already having these conversations about Emmanuel quickly, right? State. We have even like the Obi Toppin thing is not even a conversation because it's it's already it's already gonna be insane. Like. Yeah, Obi Toppin could get paid the same exact time that IQ is. The reason why that's not being an article or being reported is because the Knicks already understand. They fucked up with that, so they got to swap him out. Probably gonna, they're probably going to do it on draft night. I just don't know if it's for Chris Duarte, who they were in love with and they just didn't want to trade up. Like They got all these fucking picks and they didn't want to trade up two spots. Rick Carlisle doesn't play Chris Duarte and Tibbs doesn't play Obi Toppin, so it's just... And- before Florida said they're both CAA, so it just makes a whole lot of fucking sense.
0: You know why I hate that trade even more and then, champ, you could go? I hate that fucking trade. Why the fuck do I need Chris Duarte? Ooh. Do you mind me another bag of chips? Another bag of chips? You sure the nerd Nobody going to be mad at you taking any chips? Nah, let me stop. Um, it, it The Chris Duarte thing really blows mine and it aggravates me because, yo, we got mad guards, bro. We got mad. Makes on. sense though, for, it. to a
5: change of scenery. So what Sam Rose is trying to do, he's trying to see if this change of scenery will allow him to get that second contract because he gonna make this commission based on if Deratte or a
0: topic good for both for
5: both of them
6: for both of them.
5: them for both of them.
0: Yeah, but but my my rebuttal for that is why I right. say we we I,
6: just I, told I, we just told you, bro. Listen, <laughs> listen to listen to what Jay said.
0: It's not about winning, bro. It's about them getting paid keeping it underneath the umbrella <laughs> like, yeah but then like, i'm talking roster construction we already got grimes grimes fill a role that tells me i don't need a gary trent jr right i i don't need a, a, a jordy clarkson i don't need none of those guys because i'm looking at grimes and i'm like look hey listen give him some more reps i don't need to go out and pay gary trent jr 20 million or these other guys and i damn sure don't need a Obi for Duarte trade because Duarte is not going to play and he does not fit the archetype we need to make Jalen Brunson successful. We need he might he might, nah, start over, 3D,
6: he, might bro. he might start over Quentin and Grimes because they love that. Listen, like, but the, you got to remember, be- you got to remember, Quentin Grimes was the it was the 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 second the second choice. <laughs> they wanted Chris Duarte, they didn't want to pay the price to go get Chris Duarte, so they right. moved back and got QG and McBride. But they were in love with Duarte. So they both getting paid the same exact type so, of money. So they, They'll probably start Chris Duarte. And so I'm not in love with QG anyway, so I don't
0: have a problem with that.
6: QG Let's to me is just a role player.
0: Let's keep it there, right? Uh, yo, D, you wanted to say something before I speak? Because I want to get champ in this too.
6: Oh, nah. Before you before you I move <laughs> forward, I just wanted to throw up on the Jumbotron, that article that I read about
0: uh, Kyle Kuzma.
6: So it's there. It's uh, from Track. It's basically the salary of how much Kyle Kuzma could get with the Wizards, and how much he could get if he just leaves. So it's up there from what I was
0: talking about earlier. Dude, I want to. I want
8: to. Fi- I want to say one more thing. I want to finish up. All, so all, go one.
0: ahead. Matter of fact, um, Ari, you go. Um, and then champ, man, you could go after Ari. I don't want to like hog up all the fucking talking time.
8: So go ahead. All right. So um, so I think that's important. Now, I just want to dispel a couple of myths. So, these idiots, fucking idiots, all right, that are like, oh, what are you going to do? with? How are you going to trade the All-NBA Julius Randle? How are you going to replace, you know, uh, 24, uh, 10, and 5? Bro, the dude takes, like, 18 shots a game. That's how you replace it. You don't even need to bring anyone else in. You replace it by giving the 18 other shots five to R.J., Four to fucking Brunson. You spread the ball around. This is why the Ewing theory exists. When your best player is out for an injury, the team usually ends up playing better for a couple of games, not over a long period of time, but it's because the ball moves around and everyone gets more shots. So that's how you replace it. All right? It's the dumbest thing I've ever fucking heard, all right? That's number one. Another thing I want to dispel is, like, Leon Rose, like, being – Like, the best – like, doing the best job, right? Now, listen, I don't think he's – I don't think he's done bad. He brought us Jalen Brunson, all right, and he hasn't sold all the picks yet for Carl Anthony Towns. When he does that, I'll get pissed. But for now, he hasn't done it, right? So, I don't think he's done that bad. But I think people – like, what Tajay was saying, it's like – it's not hard to make a team from trash to good. That's not a hard thing to do. You just overpay a bunch of players – salary cap yourselves out, trade your draft picks and pull a Chicago Bulls where you just get like three fucking guys that are like you're overpaying all three of them, right? They're all like second or third tier stars. You trade all your picks as well to bring them in or whatever. And you're a fucking not even a playoff team or or you're a decent team. You're in the middle, right? Like, like it's not hard to do that. You just overpay and trade your draft picks. The hard thing to do is go from a good team to to a contender, and that's where we're at now because it's like threading a needle, you can't give up all your assets for a star that's not going to take you to the top, all right, or take you in the realm of the top as a contender, okay. So, like, the, these people that say, like, Leon Rose is the like, the, look what he's done in three years, it's like, dude, I understand that, but he's also got us in a situation right now. Where it's really difficult, unless Joel Embiid asks for a trade, I don't see a fucking pass to winning a championship in the next couple of years. I just don't. There's just, no player.
5: There's no player. <laughs> you think you think Joel Embiid was good this year? Once Nick Nurse is gonna get him in top tip top shape, watch you Nick Nurse does to that motherfucker.
8: Yeah, Joel's not going anywhere.
5: Yeah, he's not. Yeah,
8: go- dude. I know he's not, but I'm saying like that's the like. So so who's going to do it? Is it Jalen Brown? Listen, Jalen Brown's a great player. I, I don't have reasons to bias. I, I would still Boston, take that motherfucker off. Boston
6: already came out today and said that they are already in conversations to pay him that Omega mass. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
8: of course.
5: But even, if he, even, Brown,
6: if, even
8: think, if he is here, is, listen, is he the guy? Brad
5: Stevens, Brad Stevens is what, a 42, 44-year-old man with... College age kids, like he got to put kids through college. you got to work on. This is why. This is why Leon Rose being in the top seat confusing me, dog. Because when I look at Forbes and I see that he made forty million in twenty nineteen, he's made three hundred million throughout his career. Like, dog, what are you doing in that position? Like, wh- why are you doing this job for what? Like that, I don't know about y'all. I go to work every day, and that confuses me. Because if I made three hundred million, and I was sixty five years old, I'd be retired, bro. Honestly. <laughs> Oh, I know you feel like you feel like that way. Two state and Jeremy Ari, everybody that actually worked.
6: All <laughs> right, to answer your question, bro they they played this they played this little game of like, oh yeah, we're star chasing, but they're they've been so hesitant to pay the price that now you bring other teams into the equation that can actually pay the price because they're in the draft, a la Portland, a la Toronto, a la you know, like if you really want to make a conversation, Orlando could probably. Fuck around and get somebody with the two picks that they got. Like, so the Knicks are, the Knicks have played this game for too long. To now that they're they're, they're they're disadvantaged already. So like, they don't have the advantage of saying, yeah, we got the most picks, so we can go get that star. That star doesn't exist. And even if he existed, you're not in the, you're not the number one location that he can go to. Like, as as far as GMs, like GMs are gonna say, okay, what can you give us? What what's on the table to offer? And, like, if you're, not all, if you're not starting a conversation with RJ Barrett, everything else is a laughing stock. I know. Like, I hate it. Portland can come to any conversation and say, I'll give you Anthony Simons in a number three pick. Of course. Pick. That's two things already better than RJ Barrett. Of course.
5: Because now, like, like I've been saying, you're dealing with teams that, even if they do decide to trade their players, you're dealing with teams that want to retool around their guys. If Boston trade Jalen Brown, they're going to want to put somebody with Jason Tatum. Clippers, Paul George is a big Aaron Mitz, uh client. They're going to want somebody to pull. Put Kawhi Leonard So it was like Yo There's other people With better packages Than us This is what I was saying Last year With the whole Donovan Mitchell situation I understand that Even some of my Closest friends Like Ari was Against it Like always You know what I'm saying State didn't want to Trade Ari I mean State didn't Want to trade RJ But like Donovan Mitchell Was the guy to go trade for If the opportunity was there Based on The forecast
0: You had the available I wanted I wanted Donovan. My my only thing about the Donovan situation was I just was not trading right. Arden Barrett. But
5: Roms and I could have but Grimes them, Roms and Quick and them, was, they was worth trading, bro, if you keep yeah. it 100. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm that they asked
0: I, I told y'all last summer. And I, you still I go, I go get
5: Josh Hart and you, kind of, you try to you feel a defensively tough guy. You go get Bruce Brown. Like, there's guys in the NBA that are identified as super high-level defenders. Like, analytically, you can see, like, Bruce Brown is a game-changer. This is why Denver, one of the best front offices in the world, went to go get a Bruce Brown from the Nets, right? This guy's you, out there, Bruce that we know a game the, the, the,
0: the difference between Bruce Brown and Josh Hart: Bruce Brown is a way better defender. One and two, Bruce Brown is a way better shooter. So, and and how much? I, I love how, Josh Hart. How much does Caldwell, Caldwell Pope make? Caldwell Pope, I, I don't really. I think he makes around seventeen million. I don't really know, to be honest with you. But what I do know is Caldwell is Pope is a knockdown Bruce shooter, Grant, dog. And you said, and you say we're gonna yep. pay, He's we knock, gonna pay Josh Hart that yep.
5: can't, hesitates every time. When yep. when, when Caldwell it's, Pope it's is a knockdown shooter and as good of a defender, <laughs> he he, he not pay eighteen million. Come on, bro,
0: And and, and what's crazy about Denver is they're a the total opposite of the Knicks, right? They got a six-foot-five point guard in Jamal Murray, who's who should have been a Nick, by the way, who should have been Carmelo Anthony's point guard, by the way, who should have been Chris Ashmore's point guard, by the way. But we'll, we'll, we'll say that conversation for another day, right? You got six-foot-six KCP, mm-hmm. a, former, a former NBA, NBA champion, NBA. NBA. played both of mm-hmm. the ball. Then you got Michael mm-hmm. Porter Jr. Who's who did the Knicks draft over Miami? Michael
6: Porter Jr's catch and shoot radius is absurd hey, bro. Right bro. Right
5: We're in the Knicks, bro. I don't even know what we are, bro. I don't
6: I don't even know. Bro. His,
5: his his efficient his,
6: his efg J for Florida State is over 80% from catch and shoot. So literally if he's wide open and he just has time to load up a shot, it's automatic, bro.
0: And and what's crazy about Michael Porter Jr. is he's been efficient since he stepped on the NBA court. And what's even more fucked up about Michael Porter Jr. is the Knicks could have had Michael Porter Jr. and if, see they they like Bro, eyesight, I, was, right? I was I was the TV right? begging him,
5: and then the next year it was the ball ball situation, begging him to pick Jerry West, Jerry Iggy, West, bro, begging him.
6: Jerry West was literally the the he he literally was behind the scenes for the Clippers and he said it, it came down to you know obviously either SGA or Michael Porter Jr. but they had two picks he just he wanted to draft Michael Porter Jr. he's on record for saying that and he would have been he would have been a okay with keeping him under bubble gum for a whole year like the Denver Nuggets did so he literally b- decided between Michael Porter Jr. and SGA that's how good Michael Porter
0: Jr. Oh, could be but that's – what you're supposed to do right that's identifying talent right so michael porter jr we drafted kevin knox nicks don't have foresight you could have drafted michael porter jr sat him out for a season chris saps He he already bro he was the
5: easy pick bro he came they he, he came back as a kevin durant comp bro he was a top two prospect yeah. in that he was draft. A top three Bro, we were watching him. You we went to Missouri, right? I forgot. In the final four, he was a shell of himself and he was still playing well in the tournament, bro. We was, I was watching him like a hawk because I was like, yo, if if he's there, we gotta pick this kid. Yeah, so on
6: the jumbotron, he has an efficiency field goal percentage of eighty point four on unguarded catch and shoot attempts this season. Not the
9: playoffs. Bro, you put, you season. put it
5: if you put him at the top of the key with Josh Hart was, bro, game over.
0: Goodbye.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what's
0: crazy about the whole Michael Porter Jr. shit is we could have had him, Paul Zingas. you could have still drafted RJ Barrett and you could have still signed Julius Randle that same offseason. Yeah, and
6: awesome. all, you I, I, had just, had all you had to do is just all you had to do is suck for uh, a year. Like yeah, you already yeah. you already did. You already did.
5: Listen, the Nuggets the Nuggets have we're, a remedy for anybody. They have, they literally have everything. You got you got I wings like Tatum and Brown. We got Caldwell-Pope and Bruce Brown. You got you got you got a bigger forward, a, a LeBron forward, a Giannis forward. You got Gordon right down there. You got a, a rangy wing. We got MPJ. You got a, You got a shifty point guard. We got Murray, and then we got probably a top ten big man ever down low. Like they got everything for you. Uh, and then there's um,
7: the, the, the thing uh, With the new CBA, Michael Porter Jr. or Aaron Gordon is gone. They're just gone. That's just going to happen. You can't have Jamal Murray. You can't have Jokic. Mm-hmm. You might you might have to get rid of both of them, but at the minimum, you're getting rid of one of those two guys. So it's like this is what I'm saying: the Knicks. need to... But be they they
6: already they already drafted his replacement, though. Ari Christian Braun is just sitting there for Aaron Gordon's replacement. That's the point of using a draft as a as a stability as a oh as yeah
4: of He yeah.
0: doesn't
6: even play. Christian Braun doesn't even play. He's six nine. He doesn't even play. Um, yeah.
0: Exactly. Yo, the draft is the key. Yo, my fault four, my fourth champ. I'm I'm gonna get you ahead. Let me just no 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 no.
9: I'm just coming in and out. I'm listening.
0: Let me just say these last two things. Um, you know, once again, Denver stole Michael Jr. from the Knicks. Knicks had no fucking foresight, right? Um, then Denver, they traded. They they kept figuring out. All right, who's the power forward to start next to Jokic? The they had a good one in Jeremy Grant. And remember, Jeremy Grant left in free agency because he wanted the money. It wasn't necessarily about winning for Jeremy Grant. Granted. Got his fans, he got his generational, right? But he left winning. So now you traded, and now you got Aaron Gordon. Yeah. So now both your wings, you got a six foot nine no, you got a six I, foot I told him wing. I don't got it. And and you got a six foot nine wing. My fault, um D. I don't know if he was talking to me. No, I've got I a bad th- state.
6: I, I I forgot to mute myself. Continue, bro. Now
0: you good. You got a six foot nine wing and Aaron Gordon. And you got a six-foot-ten sniper who could play some defense. They got defense everything, bro. Kool- they, got, they have to everything. everything. And what's really fucked up about the Jokic thing, and it's, it's the fact that the Knicks drafted Clay Anthony early over Jokic, but the fucked up thing about the Nuggets that makes me really mad with the Knicks is that Randall and Jokic is the same age. And when I watch the players and how fucking Jamal Murray is killing, but Jokic... Pass first. This this is amazing watching this guy pass first. Everybody getting the ball, everybody, bro, and it's infectious. Who's our guy? Tim, Tim, a
5: cat named Tim Connolly and and Calvin Cook run the the Nuggets. Masterful job. And come on now, bro. We listen.
4: Yo, know, do you got Wait, can I ask you guys a question? You know, so Randall was rumored. There, there was a team that was rumored to make an offer for Randall prior to the, the trade deadline, right? Uh, who, Jeremy? G, and and the Knicks turned them down. There, there was a team. Ian Begley said prior to the trade deadline, that was rumored to have made an offer for Julius Randall. They they wanted right. him, and the Knicks said the, the Knicks said no, no, no deal, right. right? They said he's not, he's not, not available, on the table. Untouchable. Right? not available. What What do you think? Who do you think that team was? Shit, man, I don't know, bro. Yo, yo, Jeremy. And and would they still be interested? So I'm curious. Seriously.
0: Jeremy, you better not let negative Knicks Twitter get a hold of that. They better not let me. I, the Knicks better keep that under wraps. They better keep that shit under wraps, Jeremy. That's the worst part. That's, it's funny. That never came on my timeline. They hid that from me. I didn't know that.
4: You really didn't know that? Ben you said that. Him. I swear he said it. I swear he said it. J J yeah. confirm it.
5: Yeah, I was on. I think I was on a putback. I think. Like there was a lot of shit that came yeah. out. Uh, uh, Berman, when he did that Knicks bus episode yeah. right before the trade deadline, kind of dropped a couple things too. Like they this. I I don't I don't know. I know last year was the Kings, but this year it might have been like what Portland. I don't know, man. Ooh.
4: Nah, there's no way it's Portland with Jeremy Grant, man, because they, they wanted to try to keep him. I think I, it's. I, I don't know. I, I, like honestly, the only team that makes sense, like possibly, you go, you, you just like tick through the, you tick through the list, right? I could see it being Houston if they want to be win now. I, I it, could it see, like, Houston. I could it see that. It ain't, it ain't Houston. Houston. <laughs> Hell <laughs> no. So who the fuck? Yo, State, uh, Jeremy, I
6: love you. It ain't Houston. Right. You got a better chance at Charlotte because
4: no, Houston is Bando is back. No, no, Charlotte's analytic. bring back Bridges. Charlotte's bringing yeah, but, back Bridges. But, but, but he, was out, does
6: not he was out though. He was out of that. Randle does not yeah. fit anything about the basketball analytics that Houston's doing. You got to look at who's running the Houston Rockets. Like They're have brought <laughs> they they're not
4: being run by Daryl Morey anymore, though. I mean, they're they're the not, truth is they want players that— But Darryl
6: Morey's understudy is still there. They want to bring still, in James Harden.
4: Yeah, but the reason
6: why they're bringing back James Harden is of a point guard to get now, rid anyway. of the Jalen Green and, and KJB
4: uh, backcourt. From an analytical aspect, who do they have? Sense. Who do they have it for though? Like Tari Eason? Like seriously? Oh, they, the got oh sorry, they got Jabari. Sorry, Jabari. What the fuck I but
9: Jabari,
4: Jabari didn't like. I don't know. I could see them. I could see them wanting to go a different direction. They want to start competing asap. Jabbar is still a couple of years away from like really. Kind of it ain't
6: Randall dog. Empire. It ain't Randall dog. Hey man, go go after somebody else. They if go there was, a t- but like, th- so who ring. do
4: you who do you think it was? Like realistically, who do you think it was? I think it was Charlotte.
6: I think it's the same team I that he
4: shipped off. I don't, I don't think, think it was, it was Charlotte, way. man. I mean, they it's don't have team.
6: any They don't have any power forwards. They don't even have any technically any any forward. Nah,
9: I, I definitely see it being Charlotte. They needing. That power for that big
4: that,
5: didn't, I, that I, I they make that Lamelo as a player like coming in.
4: Oh, Don't the perfect guy to pair with Brunson yeah, because dope. Brunson doesn't know the fucking perfect. path. Lamelo, that's all he knows. That like, he's, he's the perfect complement. He was a yeah. shit out the ball maestro. Bro, wait, hold on, <laughs> hold
0: on, hold on, I know. See, I just, I just see a BBL walk past me and just threw off my What? I know. <laughs> Y'all did not just bring up LaMelo ball on the Knicks. I know that ain't what I just heard. Champ, go. go. Hey, AJ from Florida, what
9: you saying? They gonna uh uh Jalen Brunson and Lamelo gonna be looking like Tony Parker and uh and Manu. That that's
5: that's the combo, bro. That's that's who you this that you got a taller guard, you got somebody could play. I mean, you could teach him defensive concepts. His brother is Lonzo and his paint, bro. Literally two years ago, my favorite point guard to watch in the entire NBA was Darius Garland and, and, and Lamelo Ball. When they came in the garden, broke, they had their team in so much control. I was like, yo, this is this is my dream. This is my literal dream.
0: Yo. So let me let me shoot you a question, Jay. No, just for, for shits and giggles. What draft was LaMelo Ball in? Uh, twenty? <laughs> off, twenty, I think. Twenty twenty. 20. Mm. Mm. You talking about the year we won 21 games, and Mike Miller started Alfred Payne and Mohawkless after the All-Star yep. break, and I had a video on Nick's Twitter, and Nick fans was calling me stupid.
4: I remember watching those fucking wins. I was, like, throwing my goddamn remote. I was so furious, man. Oh, my, the most meaningless wins of all time. Most meaningless.
0: I, yo, this, this Nick fan base is so... This Nick fan... Yo, it, a lot of casuals, man.
6: One could make an argument, though they they want to give up Mitchell Robinson and that number p- and that pick that turned out to Ovi Top and to move up and get Lamelo. I was so that number that number two pick was on the on the table. Obviously, obviously it was on the table because they don't have Wiseman anymore in Golden State. So, was they on the table. Could you
4: imagine Lamelo Ball, R.J. Barrett, Jalen Brunson. Oh my God, Fucking that's a basketball uh, analytic type of thing. <laughs> that's not that's not what they asked. That's them,
0: interesting, but... man. Would be interesting. Too logical, Jeremy. Um, too fun, too fun, too much fun, matter of fact. Not even logical, too much basketball fun, too much passing, you know, too much IQ on the court. A championship yeah, will come straight to Madison Square
5: Garden, bro.
9: Straight, straight. I'm not going to lie to you, because at that point, you keep Mitch, because Mitch gonna give you, like, a smooth 10 points, because LaMelo going to throw them bitches up for in the air.
6: No, you would have to give up Mitch in order to get LaMelo, but I don't give a fuck about that. You can get Wait, somebody else. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on.
4: And you get a stretch five. That's, LaMelo was, that's the, LaMelo nice. was
6: the third pick. State. In order for you to get LaMelo, you would have to move up and get him. You had the Warriors sitting there at number two.
0: I wanted to do that. There was yeah. Nick calling me dumb saying, no, Mitchell Robinson is untouchable for the third overall pick. I was really
6: yeah, a, a untouchable. A guy, yeah, a guy that averages eight and eight is untouchable. It's ridiculous. Untouch-
4: well, wow.
0: It, not- Jalen
4: Duran is going to be a good player. Papa left called that early. He was he's right by the way. Yeah, but Jalen going to start Jaylen- seeing more. I'm I'm just saying, it's Jaylen- like Mitch, Mitch. is a good player, but he's very replaceable. Sorry, sorry, Jalen
0: Duran could have been Mitchell Robinson's backup. I have no beef with Nick fans when it comes to the Jalen Duran narrative. You know I mean, big- even
9: Kai Jones,
0: bro. Kyle
6: Jones
9: is a quick big man with 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 handle. But any any big
0: man. <laughs>
6: See, any- the problem the problem with the problem with the big man, and it's not just the Knicks, it's just in general. The problem with the big man is nobody is able to, to do anything other than just defend the rim because mm-hmm. they're big. So Miami did the same thing to Rob. Like if you watch these whole seven game series, like they, they could even play Rob, big Rob, because all he does is the same thing that Mitch does. The mm-hmm. offensive <laughs> rebounding and he's able to contain the paint. Other than that, though, you can play zone against a big yep, man. That's like why that. Huffle was close Right, that's why Al Horford closed that every single game. That's why they went Al Horford, Derek Wood, Derek White, and then the the original three: Jalen, Tatum, Brown. I mean, um, smart. So like, that's the problem that the that 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 we have with Mitch. It's not really a Mitchell thing; it's a NBA scheme thing. If your big man can't do anything, you're basically going to see a team play zone. Would you say? Would you would you say that's why we play
9: a lot of Isaiah Hartenstein at the end? Absolutely, because he's actually able to shoot that little flip shot.
0: No, mm. Fuck no. I think we, I disagree with that, D. I think we just play Isaiah time because that's what Tibbs wants to do. Yeah, Tibbs is very rigid. It, fuck the schematics and, and fuck the basketball talk. That's a Tibbs thing. That's a I'm Tibbs telling you, thing.
6: they played Al Horford. Al Horford is so slow compared to Big Rob, but, but they, they played him because of so Floyd. D, come on now. Bro, on, I'm am t- Watch that. Watch Game Seven all over again, bro. For real. He's in the corner. They have He's to. The you, you had. You're bringing Bam Bam away from the paint. It's the new NBA, bro. You cannot have people out there as liabilities. We're gonna so, play zone on you, especially so the, come playoff time.
0: That's so one of the biggest, one of the biggest caveats, I think we all learned from the playoffs so far is your center, your center and your power forward. Those two specifically. Have to space the floor in an efficient type of way for everybody else to work. Um, uh, five out. Yeah, yeah, like five out. Uh, like Bam out of bio. Bam out of bio, we all know he don't shoot threes at all. But under the three point line, he can he's spot a, he's a
6: threat. He's a zone. threat. He's able to create his own shot. He can yes. drive, pass, triple drive, mid range game. He I, could get he could give you all that except for the three. And he's right at right. the free throw line, too. And he, do, and he does a little pick-up, pick, um, picking hands-offs.
9: Yeah. People was popping mid-range
6: game, uh, again, that mid-range game is is solid, bro. It's solid.
0: I really like, I really enjoyed every exposure to these playoffs because I enjoyed the way he used Bam Adebayo to not make him look like a liability on the floor. And he's been spectacular using Bam Adebayo. Bam Adebayo uses dirty screens. And Bam is African. And I'm African, yeah. too. So you're gonna get some dirty screens. You're gonna get your, your foot undercut. You're the going elbow. You know, I, I'm I'm fine with that. Uh, it's just that the skill from the center position. Now we're all seeing it in the NBA Finals. You got two centers who both space the floor. You have no centers who who just primarily rim protect. And I think the NBA is getting away from that. Those centers is primarily back, primarily backup bigs now in today's NBA. Um, today's NBA, you need a dynamic center, man. Even some power forwards is transitioning over the center because it brings a better dynamic. Now, it's a lot of small forwards playing power forward. So the NBA is is getting multidimensional. Shit, I seen the first round, the first overall pick from next year's draft. White boy, the, the white boy. Um, oh yeah, huh? six nine guard, six, six, six foot ten guard. The dude could break the tech. That shit got me fucked up. So, so as I'm watching the NBA, I just don't want my Knicks to to try to sell the fan base on continuity without the basketball logic and and, and acumen that they should be showing right now. It's very alarming for me, and that's why I just get on the app every day, and I say my piece, and I try to say my piece and, and not care about the blowback. Um, I, I genuinely don't care. You got a fan today telling me, oh, um, matter of fact, yesterday, me and Trippy got into an argument. That's my guy. And Trippy got come under my tweet, Ain't going to say to me, yo, state, man, yo, chill, man, with the bitching, man. You know Randall. Randall and Tim's going to be here. Okay, motherfucker. So let me bitch on my own time, and you can go on your time and bitch when you want to bitch. The Knicks don't send me checks, and I'm not shutting up and fanning for nobody. Mm-mm. It's not how this works. It's not how this works. Chip, if Twitter okay. was on in, 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 in 2001, you think Nick fans would be telling other Nick fans? I mean, in 2002, 2003, 2004, you think Nick fans would be telling other Nick fans to root for Jerome James? Listen, yeah, you gotta root for him.
9: If Twitter was around in the early 2000s, oh, it'd
0: be a lot of bloodshed. I'm telling you, you that right now. You gotta root for Antonio McDice. You gotta you gotta root for Scott Layden and his moves. Every move Scott Layden did was great. It was, it was perfect. You gotta root for the Knicks back in the early 90s trading Mark Jackson for Charles Smith. A former Rookie of the Year. You got to root for these things. That's what Nick Nick, a lot of Nick fans tell all the Nick fans to do: shut up and fan. That's why I created that term: shut up and fan. Remember when Nancy, when the lady told LeBron, "Shut up and dribble, shut up and fan." What "shut up and fan" means, State? It means you need to shut the fuck up, be happy with what the fuck the Knicks is presenting you, and act like a fan. So be happy and shut up and fan. But that's not how I live my life by. Cooper
6: Flagg, by I, the way, is going to be really good. The white boy that you guys are talking about for next year's draft. He's going to be
0: really good. Brother. Talking talk AD good. I don't I don't mean no disrespect about what I'm about to say. I know. I just wanted to throw that in there because you brought it up. Good, the last good guy. White guy. That, that was nice. I'm talking nice. Nice, nice. nice. Like dumb nice. Joker, nah, Luca? Joker, yeah. Joke, Joker yeah. Luka Ill yeah, too. Little, those motherfuckers. I love Hito Turkoglu. I love all the mother. But, love all Fra- the Fra- motherfuckers. Fra- Franz
9: Wagner, who? Franz oh, Wagner.
0: Oh, he go. Oh, he's gonna oh, be. An he, issue. He's, he's gonna nice. be
9: an issue he, next year.
6: Franz Wagner's gonna be an he, issue.
9: going to go crazy, bro. He's man. gonna
6: be a little issue in Orlando next year. Bro. Mm-hmm. So, all all the efficiency ratings is showing that this guy is just gonna take on. <laughs> He go. He gonna go to some Paul George type of level, bro. He's so gonna what be what year nice. he
0: was drafted? What year he was drafted again? Can you tell uh, me?
6: Franz was two years ago. So that's uh That's what, what is that? Is that um, right? Yeah, I think that's the QG draft. was going to get him. He was top 10. Yeah, he was definitely top 10. He was like eighth. Yeah, he was top 10.
0: Oh, you are talking about Almighty Four c mm, Okay, mm-hmm. like 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 some of these moves. <laughs> We're gonna really be tight if the Knicks go in the next season with the same roster, bro. Like, I'm not gonna be surprised if we're getting, if we start off the season getting our heads bashed in, because for me, it's automatic. It's all about adjustments. It's all about um, not being complacent. It's all about change. It's all about trying to get better. I don't think I don't think bringing back this same roster tells me as a Knicks fan that the Knicks is trying to get better as an organization. I got
9: I got a deal for you right now.
0: This mm.
9: quickly, unless you mm, not so. Let's just say quickly, and I don't know who else, right? For Orlando's one of they, one of their picks, and they're like, not doing that, bro. And like they, peep, they they ain't doing they, that, bro. If you got quickly over there, with Yo, the wait, system, was, say that again to me. Say that again to me. Quickly, quickly, and maybe like another. I don't know who, but let's just say quickly going to Orlando. Uh-huh. For one of their picks. Ain't got to be top 10, but
0: one of their picks and, like, Cole Anthony. So, so I don't know mm. if you had a blue top or purple top.
9: I think it was purple.
0: From American Gangsta. I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. if you had some blue magic. I don't know what you had before you said that. <laughs> D, this is my new shit, D. And I want yeah. you to do this, too. Yes. This is my new no, shit. Sir. Yes, sir. I don't even do trades. From my Nick Brain and Nick Aspect no more. I do trades thinking of the team I'm trading with. So he just said Orlando. If I'm Orlando, Markel Fultz is better than Emmanuel Quickly. Jalen
6: Suggs is better than Emmanuel (laughs) Quickly. Low key. He's just injury (laughs) prone. That's why I said
9: Cole Anthony. Brother, 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 brother. brother. I said Cole Anthony in the pitch. I didn't say nobody else.
6: Chip, Chip, what State is trying to tell you, and I guess I'll put it like this as a referee in this shit. Why would I trade you Cole Anthony when you have to pay Emmanuel quickly? Like, I can still keep Cole. I don't got to pay Cole. I don't got to pay Suggs. I'm paying faults, but it's not really a lot because he's been injury prone. And I got to give up a pick in order to pay IQ for what? I already got three point guards that do the same thing as him. My team is not constructed around him. So why would I, why would John Hammond? Is I think, in my it, it, this is just my opinion, outside of Sam Presti, John Hammond is hands down one of the best drafting general managers of this decade with Orlando, with Milwaukee. So, like, why would he want IQ for a pick and Cole
0: Anthony? Mad pointless, bro. Mad. It's point, and, and what makes it so pointless to me is if I'm Orlando and, and this, Oh, I hate being a Nick fan. Sometimes
6: they could get, they could they, like literally, if all things go according to plan, they could fuck around and walk away from the draft with like Cam Whitmore or Grady Dick. They Grady could go, Dick. They, uh, yeah, they could, they could come out of there with Anthony Black and Jace Walker. Like, you uh, like, like they not, they uh, in no rush.
0: They I'm gonna fuck no your head up with this. You thinking too small, D. You th- thinking too small. And they still got Bobo. So if I'm they still Knick- got Bobo. Let, let let's say, hypothetically speaking, we had this same roster, right? We had Palau, we had friends. Ah, uh, I'm asking Orlando trade both those lottery picks, trade some of these other pieces. Go get me Damian Lillard. I'm pairing Lillard with friends and Palau, and I'm going to war next season. That that's what I would do because yeah. I, mean,
3: I think Palau, technically
6: they. I mean. I, I, Orlando has no reason to rush it, but technically if they wanted to rush it, they got enough picks to do it. Like, they got two picks in this draft. Well, they got they, two I picks hope. in next year's. So, like, like if they wanted to, like, Bonchero's a Seattle kid, right? Obviously yeah. I followed him because he went to Duke. So, like, if you wanted to pair him up with his, his Seattle boy with Zach Levine, there's a glaring hole, a shooting guard, that they don't have. So, oh, like, you I could love- you could go get Zach Levine and give... It's It's mad funny. Like, the reason why they got the picks is because they basically basically scam the bulls. You can fuck around and get mm-hmm. Zach Levine off of scamming the Bulls mm-hmm. by giving them their pick back. Because the mm-hmm. Bulls have no picks, bro. No nope. reason why they bulls... did that
9: whole thing with um Vucevic going from Orlando to Chicago.
6: Yeah. It's literally oh. just reverse reverse bullshit on the magic. So but, but... state. Mm-hmm.
9: Why why Dane? Why would Orlando go with Dane? They could just go with somebody like LaMelo. I'm just
6: um for me That's true too. They could go with LaMelo. LaMelo too. LaMelo
0: would be so fucking deadly old. They so Charlotte wouldn't trade. Chin. Always think a trade and think for the other team before the team. Like always if think LaMelo I'm, goes they going to blow that shit up though, bro. And Charlotte, if, if I'm Charlotte, you're not getting LaMelo ball over my dead body. <laughs> I, I give you my father before I give you LaMelo ball. You shit me? With that said, um I think just from looking at Orlando and look and and just thinking what I would do with them, the only reason why I would go for Damian Lillard right now this hard is because I I would think friends and Palau is ready to take the next step. Those mm-hmm. guys are so good, man, and, mm-hmm. and it's kind of fucked up watching Orlando um fill that that young talent because I'm a Nick fan and as a Nick fan watching this team for 23 years, I've always watched every single other team i watched a lot of basketball on my timeline the knicks never fielded a talent even comparable to tracy mcgrady bro even comparable and, and 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 orlando didn't draft tracy mcgrady the old cba rules where uh there's no such thing as a, a as a restricted free agency it was everybody was unrestricted never the knicks could never have a talent like that bro Orlando,
6: Orlando. Or, Orlando got a lot of options because they, again, they're they're one of the, I think they're one of the seven teams that have money this summer. They got two picks in the draft, so like they're able to do a lot of things. They got two rising kids that won that one rookie of the year. One, the other one should have won rookie of the year over, over. Uh, what's that dude from Toronto? Um, Scotty Barnes. Uh, so, Scotty Barnes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but like the Knicks, <sighs> like if they run it back, they're in trouble. Because offensively, they're not going to be able to beat anybody the way. Like, the regular season do not matter to me, bro. If they play Milwaukee in the first round, they're going to get smoked. Question. Oh, question. I don't see them running it the back. And I definitely don't see them thinking, all right, quick fix. I, I, there's no, there's no yeah, way we, they could be that dumb. And there's no way, back. bro. There's no way. Like, no, they got to do a yeah, I don't know play play what play it
7: play is, play but they got to do change. If they don't run it back, does it still really matter? Uh. I don't know. It all depends that's the on what happens. Problem right there, and that's what that, thats the problem. That yeah. is the problem. That is the crux of the problem. There is no one. If Joel Embiid is not no. leaving, Collin no. Bead Towns is not going to make you competitor like no, a real no. competitor. No, no, Is not. No. Like, uh-huh. Bradley Beal is like I don't know who's like who is like who is the guy like that's what I'm trying to say There's no one.
6: I don't think he. I don't think he exists, bro. That's, yo, just my, my, that's just my opinion. I
0: don't I don't think that
6: guy exists that could just change
0: yo, him. you know what's crazy, man? Like listen to ask that question, like who is the guy? Who's the guy? Who the guy we gonna trade for? Yo, D, this is something that I was scared about years ago, bro. I was scared to get to this moment. Like the the whole who's the superstar we're gonna really trade for a moment. Because the last superstar trade that the Knicks had was Carmelo Anthony. Right. So if you're going to trade for a superstar while I'm alive and I'm not in the grave, you need to bring me a real superstar. If you're going to push your chips into the table, push your chips in. So a decade later, even if we don't win a championship, I can I can look in the mirror and say, you know what? I'm fine with the results because I know at least they tried At the Carmelo Anthony trade. I'm fine with the results because they tried and I understood. When you give Carmelo Anthony, who is dead smacked in his prime, a 38-year-old Jason Kidd, instead of giving him a 25-year-old Jalen Brunson, you're not going to get a, a, a continuity. You're never going to get that.
6: Well, the thing that – see, a lot of people were upset about the initial thing that, oh, you gave up you gave up half the team to go get Carmelo Anthony. It's not necessarily true. If you look at it, like Jeremy Lin, that, that whole thing flamed out. And then on top of that, they didn't want to trade Schumper for Kyle Lowry. Fast forward from now, Kyle Lowry is one of the best point guards in the Eastern Conference. From since then, like you could have teamed up Kyle Lowry with with Carmelo Anthony, Kyle Lowry with DeMar DeRozan was going to Eastern Conferences against LeBron when he got back to Cleveland, multiple Eastern Conference Finals. Yep. So like, I don't think I don't think the damage was done from the Carmelo Anthony thing. As far as like right now, State Bro, like I just feel like no, I this, think it's done. Let me give it to you this way, D. I, I think this offense is cooked, bro. I think I think this offense is one of the most predictable offenses in the, the league. The only
7: way to do it is investing in the draft. That's yeah, the only way to do it, like I know. think it,
6: I think I think that's why I'm saying that. I think that it's it's too
0: late now, bro. No,
7: it's too late, bro. It's, it's too so, late.
0: Let me it's throw really a couple tough, things bro. at y'all. I'm gonna throw a couple things at y'all. Carmelo Anthony's agent was Leon Rose at the time when the Knicks made that trade made the, the four players and the four first-round picks, right? Years later, Leon Rose trades Andreas Bargnani to the Knicks. And that cost us, I believe, um, the pick that the Raptors used to trade for Kawhi Leonard for their championship. So Leon Rose has been a part of multiple trades where the Knicks got suckered out of multiple first-round picks and it's hurting us today, D. And it's hurting us today because Leon Rose could sit in his chair and could think about that Carmelo Anthony trade and say to himself, "You know what? Maybe I just maybe I should ride out with continuity because the first time I tried to do it it didn't work. Maybe this time I'll sit back and I'll be more conservative about, you know, this next roster because I don't want to blow up the whole roster and then the same things same thing happened to me again so you know I don't want to repeat of the, of the Carmelo Anthony situation where we bring a superstar in and he has nothing to work with around him but I am pretty comfortable in Leon Rose bringing in role players but I, I need a star here now man I can't go in I can't go into September with this same roster because I want to have faith and I have no faith whatsoever in the Knicks right now like my, my faith if this was a one to ten and your faith neither going in the next season my faith is at a negative five right now you bring me at a zero when I see a new article about the Knicks looking at a player that they need to look at
6: yeah I mean like the Knicks are going to make the playoffs just because the East is cooked like the East is type whack now but like as far as what they do in the playoffs, that's what I'm worried about. For me specifically, state that's all I care about. I care about what they do in the playoffs, how they advance, and they gotta get this fucking offense better, man. You need some like I like I, my whole thing. This whole offseason, I'm looking at nothing but offensive players because Tibbs, like he has a track record of like even if it's not an offensive, even if it's not a defensive player, he still creates a top ten defense. Like Minnesota was had Jeff Teague and Derrick Rose. They are not good defenders at all they were still top 10 defense i need some offensive creativities i need an offensive shot creator in here asap because Jalen brunson is gonna die <laughs> like I, i'm re- i'm not i'm not joking he's going to get hurt like a lot of a lot of teams are gonna probably blueprint the same way that the heat did because that's what they do in order to, in order to beat you like on a prime time night what do we have to do against this team well how did they lose in the playoffs what was the way that they lost? Oh, they, they built a wall against Giannis. They built a zone defense for Toronto against JoJo. So, like, they're going to force Jalen Brunson to do on primetime. I'm talking about, like, primetime night against a really yep. good team. They're going to force him to go one on five, and then they're <laughs> just going to play a wall zone defense. And they're going to say, I dare Quentin to make shots. I dare R.J. Barrett to make shots. I dare Julius Randle and Mitchell Robinson to do something that affects us getting out of the zone, and I don't think that's going to happen. Even if you put Emmanuel quickly, any type of version of Emmanuel quickly on that floor, that doesn't capitalize off of anything because you got to remove somebody. So who you removing? Like they got issues, bro. They got they got some real issues that they like. This Dude. isn't your average off season, bro. Like honeymoon no. is over. My honeymoon is over, bro.
0: Yeah, they're they going to have to make some tough decisions this summer. Um, they're going to have to make a couple of Knicks fans mad. They're going to have to break some hearts this summer. Um, I'm hoping they don't trade R.J. Barrett because I think they traded R.J. Barrett and some of the kids for, for uh, let me say, um what's one of the stupid ass, for Zach Levine. A clutch client, by the way. Nick fans, stop mocking clutch clients to the Knicks.
6: I'm only holding on to that dream because they, they tried to trade for him before. That's the only reason why I'm holding on to Zach Levine.
7: Yo, State, who's the who's the guy who's the superstar you want, bro?
0: Yo, bro. I don't think I, I don't think it exists, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Steve, oh, Steve. I don't know. <laughs> Ari, I, so you're so what you saying? Basically, what you are saying to me is State? If you had to trade the farm, who would you trade the farm for? You know, I'm that's
7: realistically I mean, available. That's, re, that's realistically available. Like you have a chance.
0: Yo, nobody, bro. I mean, that's there the, you go. That's can, it. Yeah, that's the that's the no no the way, no
6: cap. That's the genuine answer because like we lie. just we just did this last week. Like like Nick <laughs> fans is saying no to the MVP. He's literally top three in the league in, in my in my opinion. But yeah,
7: but he's the he's a guy that you would do it for. Like right. he's top three in the league. Here and they like said they and said no, and
6: they said no anyway, Ari. So like there's no like there's nothing better than Joker. And be Giannis, it don't get no better than that, bro.
7: So if I'm GM, dude, this is, listen, this is what I'll, and I'll, and I'll wrap this up. But I'm saying this is what I'll do if I'm GM. Knowing that this new collective bargaining is coming popping in next year, teams are going to have to fucking make cuts that they don't want to make. Brooke mm-hmm. has Grant Williams, whatever. The Knicks should maintain flexibility from a financial standpoint and be opportunistic and take advantage of these guys on the cheap. If you will, like, so, like, get rid of Fournier's contract somehow, and sign a Kyle Kuzma, like, I'd be down for that, right? Do that, and let's say, um, you know, I don't know, Brook Lopez comes around, and they're, they're, they need to trade him for a pick or two, or whatever. Like, I do little moves like that, and he, and I draft my draft picks, right? I would draft them, right? Or I just, and, and while you're doing that, while you're making these small incremental builds, you wait for the real game changer, the Luca, the Giannis, the Jokic, fucking Tatum or whatever, or fucking, you know, whoever ends up, you know, blowing up, right? You wait patiently, right? And then you strike because right now there's no one to strike for. If Embiid's out, you know, Jalen Brown, I'm, I'm not trading the fucking farm for, for him, especially with this new CBA. I'm going to have all this money tied up. Into Brunson and Jalen Brown, so that can, and, and I'm gonna have 40 million dollars split between the rest of the team, or else I can't sign a mid-level exception or trade draft picks. Like it's a really it's a difference, man. So it's like you really have to be careful with this stuff, man. That that's what I will say. I think fiscal responsibility matters more than ever right now. Investing in the draft matters more than ever because that's how you get that, That's how you get you know, inordinate value because those are on rookie scale contracts and you can get, like, good talent on rookie scale contracts, right? So that matters. So now you have to reset rookie um, you know, contracts and stuff. That's where the focus should be at is, like, these, you know, signing a Kuzma, making marginal incremental changes, bringing in someone in the mid-level exception. Hopefully RJ takes the next step, right? Get rid of Randall at the deadline or whatever you can get for him, right? Mm-hmm. Someone comes on the market at the deadline Because of the second apron You pick them up also Draft your draft picks And then it, whenever the guy comes that's really going to be the guy Because I don't want to fucking go all in For some guy And then Be the Chicago Bulls Except Instead of not Instead of not making the playoffs We get bounced out in the second round or Eastern Conference Finals every year mm-hmm. We had like the Utah Jazz of two years ago It's like No No I'm not doing that dude So we gotta be careful right now what we wish
6: for, bro. They in a tough, they in a tough spot. To to Ari's point, they they in a tough spot, bro, because they got all this ammunition. But now, like everybody else, like it's not like Donovan Mitchell last year. Like now, other teams got ammunition. Portland got ammunition. The, you don't know what's gonna happen with Toronto and Washington. You don't know what's gonna happen with all these other. teams. The Kings have ammunition now. They're probably not gonna like. It, they're probably not gonna stick in the draft anymore they could probably go get another another person in a trio with like there's a lot of things that's going on man i think the, the scariest part right now is that if they stand idly by then what was the point of you doing all this that's really my question like you missed out on a like you haven't been in a draft for the past 2 years you moved back in like the last 4 so like what are you like what's the game plan here if you're not trying to advance the cause
0: i think i think um that's the biggest message that I got today from talking to you guys. I'm um, gonna go to Ralph. Um, was the Knicks have don't have a clear direction? They don't. And 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 we agree on some things. We disagree on on other things. Ari, I strongly disagree with you about Jalen Brown. I'm giving him the money. Um, he's gonna be the highest paid player on the Knicks. I have no problem with that. I have no issue giving a wing. Uh, that type of deal Because I think wings are, are You need wings in today's NBA to win championships So I would pay the price for him And I would overpay That's just me personally um, The guy I would sell the farm for Is actually Luka Doncic They could take every fucking pick they want They could Everything they want They could take it Because when you get a guy like that in the building People's going to run to New York to play with him um, Him a guy like LaMelo Ball, I would sell a farm for. I love LaMelo Ball, man. I wish we could have drafted him a couple years ago. And that's about it. Those two guys right there is the only two Giannis. guys. Giannis. And probably Jalen. Breaking
6: Loretta. news, breaking news. Scott Perry's not with the Knicks anymore.
0: Oh, very interesting. Cool. Scott Perry said it. Probably said, you know what? I'm sick of being somebody, an uh, uh, ass kisser. I want a real job. Uh, I'm sick of answering the people. Um, That's so sh- actually
6: very interesting because Bob Myers just stepped down today.
0: Very interesting. Shout outs to Scott Perry though. Shout, appreciate Steve, you. Steve Popper got it up there from a, from
6: my people down low, but Scott Perry ain't with them no more.
0: Wow. Um, Ralph, what what, what do you need to say to me before I go today?
6: Yeah,
10: I, good thing that you brought up Luka Dant- that you would trade the farm for Luka Dantas.
0: Not trading Arden Barrett for nobody. So I'm going to just answer your question no, before you... But, no, try. we
10: always know that. We all know that you'll trade the farm except R.J. Barrett because it
6: was the same okay. thing last summer. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I really I really hope before y'all do y'all little two-on-two battle, but for everybody else below, I really hope you guys are not paying attention to the Jalen Brunson-Josh Hart fun that they're having and you're reading this article because this is what shit is about, bro. <laughs> like, this shit is more important. Go ahead, y'all. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there to everybody else underneath.
0: Can, can, can you please send me – um put that autograph- – put it on a jumbotron for you, brother. Thank, thank you. Ralph, go ahead.
10: So, anyway, like I was saying, last summer, you know, our, our, it was – I remember Ari. Ari was one of the few that was like, yo, he had to calm everybody down because everybody wanted to trade the farm for Donovan Mitchell. You know, when, when opportunity knocks, you see – you know, state – you know, he, hey, listen, forget it. As long as R.J. is not involved in that trade, that's trade for Donovan Mitchell. So that was you last summer. Right now, you know, I'm like, wow, this is
0: them yeah. together. What's the issue with that? R.J. Barrett outscored Donovan Mitchell in last three games, and we smoked them in the playoffs. Well, you wanted him last
10: all summer, right? Or you wanted to or fire
0: Leon Rose if he doesn't land Donovan Mitchell, right? Let's be specific. I wanted Donovan Mitchell. I disagreed with other people about not wanting Donovan Mitchell. My only caveat was. I'm absolutely not including RJ Barrett. I in that get deal. it, but
10: well, no, we get okay. Look, I get it. Okay, R.E. 2 it. was around when everybody wanted to trade it except RJ Barrett for Donovan Mitchell. Am I right, Ari? Am I right in this?
8: Yeah, I, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to trade for Donovan Mitchell. Regardless,
10: yeah, I, I remember. And you was you. He was one of the few. Like, yo, bro, we. You guys gotta chill. Everybody gotta calm down. So. Everybody's cool when there's no opportunity. Yes, yeah, state you're gonna see state. He doesn't want to trade nobody. He doesn't want to trade the farm. I was one of the few who didn't want to trade the farm too. I did not. I you 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 can't find the tweet or Twitter space where I didn't want to trade it. But state, you know, state you want to sell high all the time, except on R.J. Barrett. Like I just want to put that in perspective.
0: How do you sell high on R.J. Barrett when he was one of the two people outside of Jalen Brunson who was the reason why we got to the second round, bro? and the reason why we was even staying afloat versus Miami bro. Let, why would I trade?
10: Let's let's shower let you know let's give him praise for his playoff performance but also state you also like to you also like to say stuff like all oh, summer get at me and talk to me about um RJ Barrett should be the number one scoring option and Julius Randle should be third scoring option. Mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. when clearly you're wrong about that. During oh I'm Clearly. During the playoffs, you have an argument. Now, at least RJ helped your narrative that you know that during the playoffs, if Julius Randle hasn't hurt ankle, okay, RJ Brash should maybe be a yo bro. Yo,
0: bro, 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 bro. My shoulder hurt. I did a twelve hour shift yesterday. Tonight, I'm thinking about doing another 12 hour shift and then go watch my nephew in the morning and i know my nephew's going to slap me in the face when he wakes up at 7:30 something in the fucking morning don't tell me about julius Randle's fucking injury man after jalen brunson had one leg and scored 30 points three games straight enough of your fucking excuses man D, go ahead man i'm saying I, I, sometimes he pisses me off with this shit man the fuck uh-huh
6: the julius randall versus rj barrett thing is 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 it's not 40. even a, yeah it's not even a thing anymore I don't
0: especially like after
6: that the, shit. especially after the playoffs again they both came i guess if i could play referee uh, <laughs> they both came in at the same time they both played with the same type of units they both played in the same playoffs with the same type of ammunition one got better one got superior worse so like i i don't know what the I'm not gonna put, I'm not gonna involve myself with that. But yo, to this point about Scott Perry, it's very yeah. interesting this article that Steve Popper just put out because obviously his contract was expiring. Um, right. It's very, very, very coincidental, co- coincidental, that the day Bob Myers says I'm out because he probably can't make a decision about who he wants to keep at Go to State. Is the day that Scott Perry is basically supposed to part ways, so that's interesting. Little caveat, though, that I got to throw in there just for the sake of it. It's going to piss a lot of people off. Rojas was the little, quote-unquote, mole in all this that's supposed to become the new GM. Remember, we got Rojas from Minnesota, and he was, quote-unquote, part of the panel of advisory. So it could be that they're just making Rojas the general manager, which means everything stays the same. Or maybe they have a conversation with Bob Myers. You know, agencies speak agents speak to other agents. If the, if there's one thing that, that Jay from Florida could, could attest to or Ari could attest to, because that's more their thing. That's not really my thing. But agents do have relationships with agents, as opposed to agents having relationships with general managers. That's so Bob Bob Myers and Leon Rose were both agents prior to their roles and whatever they did. And hey, listen, I still give him a ton of credit. For not the KD thing, but I give him a ton of credit for getting D'Lo, getting Wiggins, getting Wiseman. Mm-hmm. Like, like I still give him credit for those things. Ah, he good. he, he, he got, got Gary Payton out of the second round. Well, I think it wasn't even second round. I think Gary Payton was on the Wizards. Uh, pool second round pick. So he's very good, bro. He's ah, good at, at the little things.
0: He good. I like Scott Perry too. Scott Perry good money too. I, Scott I just, Perry was Scott, Gucci too. Yeah. yeah I, I just think he was hampered by what the Knicks was trying to do and then, you know, yeah. the edicts getting put down. He yep. was able yep. to build how he wanted to build. Y'all have a good night, Brody. And, um, you know, that. You know, shout out to Scott Perry, man. I hope he, I hope he has a, a long career, Um, whichever other team he goes to. But I, me personally, I think Scott Perry left because he was just sick and tired of being phased Muffin. out. Yeah, he's and, muffled. He's the muffled one in the room. Yeah, his yes. decisions and, don't mean nothing. And the Rokas dude, this is the same motherfucker that was accused of sexual allegations. Like, like at some point, and then, D, you gonna be mad? I want you to go look at Rokas moves while he's with the Timberwolves. You yeah, go it's really it's really
6: bad. By the way, Steve Popper just tweeted underneath this column, I don't want to be the one to spoil dreams, but no, this does not mean bringing Bob Myers to the Knicks. So, yeah, it's probably Rokas as the new GM. So, never mind. Wow. <laughs> never mind. That was three minutes of faith.
5: So, we got
0: sexual actual allegations guy. as GM again. Wow, Isaiah Thomas all over. Ralph, finish your point, man. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Ralph, go ahead, bro.
10: Nah, I think I made my point. I, you know, just just reminding that you know, as soon as you know Donovan Mitchell was available, you know, and it, it wasn't just Donovan Mitchell, but it was also Dejounte Murray. Like, was Dejounte Murray was available? Donovan Mitchell, like State was like, "Yo, man, trade everybody except RJ. As long as RJ's not deal, trade everybody." So just.
0: So first of all, first of all, I, I didn't want DeJounte Murray. Let let me, let's get that out there right now. Let's not put up any fake news or any, none of that bullshit. I did not want Deontay Murray. Second of all, anybody who says that State said Jalen Brunson was trash, that is false. I just did not like his contract. Um, but he's proving me wrong about his contract. Y'all have a good night, OG. Um, third of all, with Donovan Mitchell, once again, just me being specific about the Donovan Mitchell. I wanted Donovan Mitchell. I wanted to trade for him. He's from New York, and we needed a guy who could get his own bucket. We needed a guy who could uh, get the amount of gravity that's needed um, in order for a team to be successful in the playoffs. And I was keeping R.J. Barrett out of that deal. Nobody on this planet could tell me that Brunson, Donovan, R.J., and fuck it, if they kept Randall, Brunson, R.J., Donovan, and Randall, would have routed Miami Heat, regardless if Tibbs was the coach or not, because outside of Jalen Brunson, nobody else could get their own shot. And granted, R.J. Barrett averaged 20, I think 24-4 and versus the Heat. Shot a good percentage from the field too, but he wasn't even enough. So it, so when I watch the playoffs and I watch the Knicks, the Knicks, we're not so far away where I cannot see the, the end of the tunnel, but we are far away. Depending on what moves Leon Rose makes this summer, this is a make and break summer for him. Uh. Hey,
10: this is my whole thing. Why? What I struggle to uh, to understand your narratives.
1: How? You because, because, because because
10: because. No, narrative. here let me let me make this quick point. Because you're very big last summer, right? You, you definitely you was one of the biggest supporters talking about RJ should be the number one scoring option. And then, if you add, if you ever were to consider Donovan Mitchell, I mean, you're sliding RJ to the fourth option. How's that? Like, what? what, uh, That's what I struggle with. Like, do you want RJ to be a first and second or third scoring option, or are you trying to have him take less shots next season?
0: First of all, yo, 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 Ralph, man, your man Randall so ass. That if I keep trolling you about Randall, it's it's like it's like a bully picking on the little guy in high school, fam. Like it's not even fair no more, fam. Like Randall, <laughs> Randall on a championship team would be the fourth option, bro. So so that would have that would have figured itself out. Um, I'm not worried about a guy like R.J. Barrett. Um, as as far as like you got people like you are, because I know R.J. Barrett, he. He plays the game the right way. And I know he does stupid shit. Like, he would go all the way to the basket. Or he'll do dumb shit like, oh, he don't want to never go right and, and, and shit like that. I know he does a lot of dumb shit. Nobody's perfect. But what I do know is Arjun Barrett, he comes to work. He don't, He's not elite at nothing. It's crazy how he's not elite at nothing. And <laughs> he he dead not elite at nothing. He's still average 24-4. So, it's like... He, he, keep we can keep talking this whole about oh, RJ and all of that but I'm not worried about it um
10: but say, all, Donovan, all, all, all I'm quick, trying to say quick, is real, we real need quick. to be patient
0: but we on, on, to... Donovan would have allowed RJ Brunson, Randall, they would that extra offensive firepower would have allowed everybody to have breathers in the playoffs, bro. So go ahead, Ralph.
6: Side, side note between y'all little scuffle. Uh shout out to Claudio in the room. Uh yeah, if as is the general manager, we're in trouble because this history doesn't set he selected Cam Johnson. So from yeah, the, yeah, May third hey, May yeah, May third, twenty nineteen. This is for everybody in the room. From May third, twenty nineteen to September twenty second, two thousand and twenty one. Again, shout out to Claudio. Selected Cam Johnson and Jalen Noel. Traded Cam Johnson to the Suns for Jarrett Culver. Jarrett Culver, literally, yeah, that's the end of that. Uh, t- t- traded Bojan to the to the Blazers for Jake. Jake didn't play that much either. Traded basically free money to the Warriors. Uh, Noah Vonley, Jordan Bell, Jordan McCaughlin, basically all these guys went to the Warriors in that uh, in that Wiggins trade, I believe. Uh, it, it it don't get better, like it it actually gets worse. He got he so got finagled in that Wiggins trade. That pick became Kaminga. The second round pick came to us. That was Deuce McBride uh, for Jacob Evans, DLo, and Amari Spellman. Then as a part of a three-way trade, he traded Gordy Zhang to the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies got Jake Crowder, Solomon Hill, Andre Iguodala. Then the Heat traded Deion Waiters and Justice Winslow back to the Grizzlies for James Johnson. Uh, he selected Anthony Edwards and the other kid. He basically Alexei Pakovich, whatever. Uh, yeah, it's, it's 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 real bad. It's real bad. His, his, his crowning achievement.
8: Is basically that he got the number one pick inside yeah. after the Edwards. So it's can not can I just say one one more thing? Shout out to you can Claudia.
0: As much as you want, brother. This is
8: all right, last but last thing. To the people that didn't want to go all in on mid, this is why we didn't want to go all in on mid for this moment right here. Because once you go all in on mid and you're not bad enough to get a top lottery pick. And free agency's dead, and your salary capped out, and now you got to do a trade. Except nobody's on the trade market worth making you a contender. This is what the mid. This is what going all in on mid is. The mid fucking treadmill. This and is I'm, why we did not want to do this. And I brought him up because he's basically got smoked in every single trade, and he's probably going to be your GM going forward. It's ridiculous. So How could you be so mad? The Knicks. The Knicks made it to the second round of the playoffs. Yeah, I'm not mad about the season, I'm mad about being all in and stuck in mid. <laughs> that's what I'm mad at. Because now we have no chance of getting a generational talent unless Joel Embiid hates Nick Nurse. That's the only way it's going to happen. Cuz general g- generational talents don't hit the trade market ever and if they do hit the trade market with the new CBA agreement, it's going to be much more difficult, bro. So this is why the draft will and for always ever will be the foundation to any winning franchise always. Every team since the Bubble Lakers and the fucking 2004 Pistons have had a top play- player, top 2 player be a homegrown draft player. Okay? And now it's only going to be more likely that that happens with the new CBA agreement. But who who cares, right? We made it to the second round and you know, we're going to get we're going to get fucking we're going to get Dante Givincenzo, and I'm going to have to watch these fucking idiots on Nick's Twitter be like, Dante, welcome Dante to New York, just to win 46 games and get bounced out of the first or second round again. And then it's just the this, this cycle continues. So, you know, you make the bed, you sleep in it, bro. I, I This wasn't my direction. I would have went a completely different direction, but this is where we are.
10: Hey, all right I just wanted to say that um, I think, you know, you make a good point about generational talent and all that, and I think Leon Rose is one of the best we've ever had, bro. I don't know how to tell you that, but...
0: <laughs> nah, nah. You gotta explain that, bro.
6: <laughs> I just think, I think the Jalen Bru, Brunson... I have one question. I have one question before the, you explain this. Are you judging this on the NBA, or are you judging this based off the history of the Knicks? Because the, I'm, history, I'm the judging, history of the Knicks has not right. been good, so that's not... Let, let me respond. Let me respond real quick. No, I'm, I'm at, that was my question. That was my full blown question. Because you, you had like, the best. Yeah, like three. Oh,
10: anyway. Let me answer your first question. The first. It I'm was one question. This, bro. I'm basing this on the Jalen Brunson signing and the Josh. He was Hart always
6: training. gonna come here, bro. That's his godson. That's like you being like godfather, Right. My that's my what, confide,
10: right. Well, I'm basing that's I'm basing that like Josh Hart, Jalen Brunson, and Josh Hart
6: are I all think, CAA. I, they were all the agents that he that he worked. They're all the people that he was literally employed to be their agent when they first came into the draft, bro. Like that's not the that's best. not that's not saying we've a never had any better. Have we had better? That's my point. That just because we haven't had Donnie Walsh, Donnie Walsh, I would and Donnie Walsh, Walsh yeah, Donnie Walsh. Walsh was better than him for
8: fact.
10: debatable, debatable.
6: Gallinari, Wilson, Chandler, David Lee, Jamal Crawford, Nate
8: Robinson. Are you serious, bro? Donnie Walsh kidding? didn't even want to trade for Carmelo, but Leah uh Dolan forced him to. He wanted to wait till the offseason.
0: Oh, he was Dolan very the GOAT. Dolan the GOAT. We not gonna disrespect Mr. Dolan. I love you, Mr. Dolan. Thank you, brother. <laughs> nah, keep going, bro. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> nah, Walsh I, also I, 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 I'm NBA gonna be honest. I'm gonna own up to, to the the that,
10: right? I'm gonna own up to it. I I think if there's one, if there's one that's if there's somebody that's probably generational, it might be Leon Rose.
8: Oh God, Rafi! What the fuck? I think t- I think
6: you're trolling at this. Jesus
8: point. Christ, I,
0: Raphael! No <laughs> Explain that to us. Nah, nah, this is fun. This going. He's, be- he's
6: connected. he's connected. How is connected? Wait, how is he connected? You just you just told he, us about his like God's you said CAA first per. He's not connected, bro. He's that's his godson and the first person that he bought as the first person. Josh Hart is literally his first agent when he got drafted out of Villanova. First of all, we never had
10: a point guard. It's his godson, well. son,
6: Ralph. It's like me it being not, your son. It, well,
10: it, it helps his case.
6: Okay. Hey, and you said he face. was better than Donnie we, Walsh, who brought the brought yeah, Indiana yeah. the Indiana Pacers to the finals and had Michael Jordan in a Game 7. Got you. I'm talking about
10: what he did with the Knicks. I don't care what he did with the Pacers. Donnie I'm Walsh about, did, well, Donnie Walsh he did brought, he brought, the Knicks, he, man. He helped out. He helped out the Knicks more than anybody that that I that I'm aware of. I don't know what I don't know what Knicks team you guys saw. Maybe you guys were watching Golden State or something. Wilson Chandler know, is
6: better than any nah, other that, that they nah, drafted. All those
10: guys don't compare. David to Lee is Russell, literally
6: bye. still better than Julius no. Randle. Literally,
10: literally. I, I don't think. I, I, I don't know what you got, you guys. Anyway, anyways, I don't know. David don't, Lee has a ring to I back that up. By
6: the way, David Lee has a ring to back that up. I can understand that you guys don't agree with the to Golden State Warriors. By the way, what was that? David Lee has a ring to solidify that as starting power forward of the Golden State wasn't Warriors. Isn't that Isaiah Thomas? No, Golden State Warriors, Ralphie. Uh, David Lee, wasn't it was Isaiah?
10: Wasn't that Isaiah Thomas that drafted David Lee?
6: Nope. Because who was there? How's How's Isaiah Thomas? Shining How- Fry. Okay. Nate nope.
10: Robinson. That was that was
6: Larry Brown was the coach. David Lee was not his. David Lee was not his. That's one. Because then you're giving. If you're doing that, then R.J. Barrett is definitely not. Definitely not underneath Leon Rose. So let's stop this game. I didn't mention that. Let's stop this game. I didn't mention. Don't Leon do Rose that or game, because literally he hasn't done anything. He you're signed you're his to, to, to a contract. you, No, listen, not, listen to me. I'm not staying. Sign, listen to me. I, I, talking, I, I actually me know, know what I'm talking about. Know. He signed his godson, which is like signing my nephew to a contract to come work for me. He signed, he signed Obi Toppin to play 10 minutes per night. He maxed out Julius Randle, who is arguably, arguably, without me getting involved in your little bickering. Is the worst playoff basketball player of this decade statistically? Statistically, he is the worst playoff player of this decade of the last 10 years with a better roster around him. And on top of that, they're all CA agents, so he's done nothing, bro. Please
10: stop the this. thing, the, these the thing is that you, you,
6: please stop. You this. talk,
10: you're the, you're the problem, you talk and the you over talk, and then you're you the talk problem. for like three minutes. It's like it, yo, bro. Right, like, none of and that then you matters. With, you're not
6: saying you're not saying anything. You're talking about time and I I'm don't talking think about you're facts. saying anything. You're you're talking about time. I'm talking about facts. The fact no, is no, no, God said and I drafted it. two players, bro. Two. 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 All right, IQ I'm and O.
10: Talk me to death. All right, bro. You got it, bro. I got it. I I, I know how I, this is how you work. That, to you, a person like you, why with are you your saying ego, I'm asking with you, your I, asked ego, you a question. I get it. I get it. With your ego, Rose, you're going to talk right. to me to death. I
6: Why is Leon Rose God to you? That's that, that's
10: my question. Bro, bro, you, bro I, it's not, it's difficult to talk with you because you're you're not, you talk people to death. You're going to hit me with a three minute conversation where you're not going to even You
6: literally just said that he's God. No, no, he no, 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 no. Why. But, but
10: this, it's not a conversation. It's like, it, you, all right, bro, I'm going to talk to you the way you talk to me because. The way you talk, you like to force me and force me to listen to you more. And, and... I'm not forcing you.
6: I'm asking you no, why no. you think Leon Rose is good at his job. I'm not forcing you to do anything. Again. Not, okay, I'm I'm not, it again. I'm not. I'm nowhere near you to force you to do anything. That's one. All right, all right
10: I don't care. And the debates are kind of. I'm gonna have to.
2: You said it. You said Leo Rose is good at yeah, style. Yeah, but you're not you your, your
10: conversation style. I'm not.
2: I'm not too crazy.
6: Bro, about I asked you why you talk for and you're five minutes straight. An- you're still not answering why. It doesn't I, matter. It doesn't, bro, bro, bro. Like answering it. why. Leo I'm Rose not a fan good of good your style. approach. I'm
10: not. I'm just not a fan of your approach. Okay,
6: so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask. It's you not. Again. It's not your I'm facts. A, I don't care about say, your it, facts. It's cool.
10: I can do with your facts. But the way you approach a conversation is straight trash. I'm gonna ask him again, and I'm gonna tell No, no, don't ask me. Okay, don't. Like, Why I'm is Leo like, Rose in a like job? Your kid. Like, what is that? Like, nah. Like, we're gonna talk basketball. Let's talk basketball. If you can't deal with my opinion, then I then don't just don't talk to me. But don't the way you approach it. Like, nah, it's not cool.
6: You're really being. You're literally a grown ass man, and you're becoming way too emotional. I asked you why. you No, and no. You're no giving me. I don't. Anything. I, right, you're literally. No, like I you're literally no, no. Because no, you, talk you don't talk basketball. You talk basketball. You're literally spending more time talking about your feelings right now. No, as opposed I'm, I'm to talking NBA about. Basketball.
10: I don't really like That's talking to you. I'm talking, you. I'm talking no, I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm talking that I don't like the way you talk. Okay, cool. I don't like, care the way the way you talk. I don't care. The way he cool. talk the way you talk about the I Knicks is not
6: cool. I'm not your friend, bro. Okay, why cool. so don't so talk to me, better? bro? Like, why is moving?
10: Leon Rose good at his job? No, nah, no, nah, it doesn't matter. Like you like so to then like So why why, you does, do, why did you, you even a, say that if it doesn't matter then? You do a, you do a lot of fuck shit. Like like all right, cool. Like we, we you don't We're literally
6: I'm, the definition of emotional right now.
10: Bro, I, fine. I, I don't care if I'm emotional or not. It's it's your fuck shit that I really don't like.
6: So why is Leon Rose Not good at his because, job? No,
10: no, no! Don't ask me no question if you're gonna be a fucknik. Don't, don't
6: you, you being? Ralphie, I, I don't like your style. Bro. Ralphie, why is Leon Rose good at Yo, his don't job? Talk you you D- don't talk to me. You know what? Best Just don't talk to me
10: because you, yeah, I, I don't like your style, bro.
6: I don't care. Why is I don't he good care, at his job? Don't talk
10: to me. Why what, 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 what are we talking to this, class this is in
6: your space. It's state space. He's laughing at you. Everybody's laughing at you right now. Why no, is everybody, Rose I don't, good at his job? Let them laugh you at me. You came oh. out and was out of your mouth. Fine. Said, fine. Rose is good, the best Bro, thing that bro, we what right, right, What Ari bro. said, oh, my God, Ralphie. And I asked you why you felt like that. You haven't answered anything. I, You're talking no, about bro, your bro, emotional bro. Feelings. No,
10: no, 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 no. Anybody can ask me questions. That's cool. It's the way you. The way you ask go ask the a question. It's the bro. way you go Asking about it. the same so question. It's you. your lack of I'm respect. You up, know bro. what it is? Is that you lack respect? You that's do not know is.
6: me. Yo, y'all need to stop acting like y'all know people personally. No, nah, bro, bro,
10: bro, bro. You, you, you do not know me. That's what makes you I like one of the most respectful You are some shit. You are some, whole shit. World, you are some whole shit. That's what it is. Bro, you are literally twice my age. Nah, nah, nah. See, these, that's, that's the thing with you. Like, you be on some shit because you don't know somebody. Like, call you I don't do that. I didn't call you anything. Nah, no. I haven't called you anything. No, no,
6: no, no, no. No, no. Except emotional. Nah, you be being host, being right, you be on some. You're being emotional. You care. literally call me. I don't care. You literally call Bro, N-word, don't talk. The H word. You, you talk to me about being B-word. emotional. I'm being emotional. And you yeah, about. Yeah, and respect. that's what it is. You're talking about. Respect. That's no, be- no. Nah, nah, like, it's like cool. what is like. What does what goes through your mind when y'all talk about stuff? You literally call me five different li- five different things. It's funny. No, no, I'm, no, I'm no, 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 no. But you are literally getting you be, no, no, I'm asking me. you a bit. It's not hard to talk questions.
10: basketball. As long as you respect people, yeah. it's easy. It's mad bro. easy. It's bro. mad bro. fun. But when you be a when you be on, at you at you time, be on some whole shit, I'm like, oh, okay, this guy, bro. this guy think like he he on some next level, like you like know he know wanna what? talk to me like on some whatever. Like I don't
6: care. I'm a normal person. No, you're not. No, you're not. Okay.
10: You're very narcissistic, bro. Wow, like a huge egomaniac, narcissistic, like, like, like I don't care, like everybody's narcissistic or whatever. But like you on some next level, like trying to talk to me, like bro, like you, you're not. Your whole style is not all that. What you're saying is not all that. I don't care who supports you and all that. So like I don't care, bro. Ralph, I didn't
6: talk about. I don't care, care
10: by, I That's don't care about none I of that thing you said. Like I don't care. I don't care who is supporting you. I don't care who got your back. I don't care about none of that, bro. I don't care about none of this. I don't care if everybody supports our Twitter Ralph, space. I don't are care, talking? bro.
6: Ralph, like what you are you
10: talking, talking like everybody got your back. Like oh, like I don't care. What are you talking about,
6: bro? I don't. I don't know
10: what I'm. Tra- what I'm trying to tell. I don't care what you be saying, bro. I'm trying to tell you. I don't care what you be saying.
6: Bro. I asked you, 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 ask you a question. Your whole style. I don't care about none of that. That's cool. I do not yeah, care your whole, yeah. about. Any of that. I asked you a basketball question. No, don't ask you me say, no questions because you whack, bro. Saying, what are you talking I'm tra- about, I'm bro. treating you
10: like you some whack, like you're some whack, bro. Dude, you're not bro. treating That's me like anything you whack this is what it is to me. You're to me, you whack you a, tryna, basketball I, question. Tryna, you're being way a you Try not with an
6: ego. You're being way too emotional, bro. Okay, bro. And I think you whack. That's it. All right. I think your whole style whack. I don't know you.
10: Bro, I don't care, bro. Don't don't if you're whack, dude. Don't don't even try to talk, don't do it.
6: Bro. Don't talk this basketball and we crazy. Okay, that's cool. Are you done now? Are you gonna nah, answer? don't, are you gonna don't tell ask us me why like, you um, not ask Rose me. Why like you asking questions, bro? Threat? Like literally, everybody's laughing. This shit is just being downplayed to a to a a full percentage, bro. We asked we're, we're talking basketball, and you talk about your. No, we're not. No, 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 no,
10: no. I'm t- I was talking to Stay, and I was talking to Ari. You wanted to interject into the conversation. And and so forth and all the time they literally makes the rules up in here. They're no, no, I don't space, care what bro. state is you doing. You got anybody? Why you gotta, why you gotta be navigating what's going on? What are you to, what are you? Like, talking are you in charge of something? I just I literally just said, are you who, who made you in charge? Are you in charge of something that I don't know?
6: I literally just said
10: this like is why space you gotta space. keep talking to me? Like what what's what's, what's going on said, that you gotta keep talking
6: space. to me? I literally just said but but why you gotta keep talking to me? Bro, you bro. are way too emotional. You are way no, too No, no, no. But why
10: you got to keep talking down, to me,
6: bro? You are way too old. Right?
10: No, 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 no. I was talking Nick's basketball right and now. I was just, uh, and I'm My kicking seven. I am kicking i do not mind talking, talking to RB, stay, or
6: everybody. Everybody's but the at way at you, you talk you're, now, you're, you're just dragging this, bro. You're dragging. Dragging what? Months. If you, why? What are we talking you're, about here? You're this is what I don't understand it. with you. are dragging like, it. What Calm kind of conversation are we having? Calm down. Stop dragging it.
10: No, I'm not drag. I don't want to talk with you. Why you always want to talk with me? It's right, a right, 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 let, let me be referee.
0: Let me be referee. Matter of fact, Jay, go ahead because I feel like Jay for flow. You was about to say. I was going referee real quick. Because I let that's you go. I'll let that's you go. No, that's a just Keep you.
5: it basketball, I can't be cordless. Keep it basketball. No, he he don't bro. Bro, Jay, Jay. This guy, he know he how don't talk don't talk to talk to basketball
7: with people, bro. Bread.
6: Like that's not a basketball statement. That's an opinion, bro. Like it, we asked, bro, why? bro,
10: Jay, Jay, tell yo, this guy don't know how to talk basketball with people, bro. He got, <laughs> he, got he got he got
0: problems, bro. Yo, yo, real quick, I appreciate everybody pulling up. <laughs> I'm not yo, stay. I
6: appreciate you, bro. My
0: bad. I'm, I'm not muting y'all. I'm letting
9: I'm letting people. Nah, know. He, yo, bro, stay.
10: He don't know how to talk to people, bro. That's his problem, bro. That's right, on
4: let's, him. Let's go to Billy and Bryce. I'm
10: like people are like crazy. No, bro, you're the crazy one, bro. All right, all
5: right, let's go to Billy. Let Billy get take off and we'll go back to. Yeah, yo,
0: yo, 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 Billy. What's, what's yo,
7: up?
0: Um,
2: hey, you know what? I don't even want to speak, man. I'm just,
6: I'm at work. I just want to. lose. Hey, is, is Scott Perry gone though? Yeah, Scott Perry's gone. They said Rokas is about to be the new GM. Who? R- Rokas, the Minnesota guy.
2: Not, not Bob Myers.
6: Nah, Steve Popper said underneath the. Uh, it's on the jumbotron. He said underneath, don't get your hopes up for Bob Myers. They already got the the person that they want. It's Rokas. Right,
2: Rokas, whatever I, his I, name I, is. Hey, y'all can go back to it, man. That's all I really want, man. I apologize. Okay. Oh, <laughs> hey, I, <hey>. I, <laughs> I, I. I'm sorry. I forgot. Y'all forgot. To nah, you show. good. I'm you sorry. good. I'm sorry. Like I, I'm. Stay, Dean, Ari. Jay. Brian. Hey, I love all y'all,
0: man. I'm sorry. i am going to take my shoes off, man. Peace and
9: blessings, man. Love you more, Billy.
0: Nah, but, um, y'all good, man. Y'all good. I I like the back and forth. I don't know if anybody else is talking. That's the only reason why I muted everybody. Talking, dude. Um, But I like the back and forth. I I think back and forth is good to release a lot of energy. Um, The reason why is because you don't know what type of stresses people go through in their everyday lives. So when I hear those back and forth, it's, it's good energy for me. Um, nobody's calling, nobody's telling each other SMD. Nobody, you get you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we could call each other stupid from time to time. You call each other dumb and all of this. But as long as we don't cross the line, go at it. Because the Knicks don't deserve, we, the yeah. Knicks don't deserve company, man. That's good thing. We, let me this organization, real quick, real quick bro. State. This organization. Let, let, let Jay talk, wait, let J talk. Uh, The way fans talk about the Knicks, bro, you would have thought we won five championships within the past decade, bro, and that's not the case. This is why when I hear company men say, oh, well, you know, the season was a success. The season was not a success. It was not because the underlining of all of this, we got punched out of the second round by Caleb Martin, and I would have preferred, this is why I really highlight the Knicks losing to Matt Struess, Collab Martin, and Gabe Vincent, because Jimmy Butler did not beat us. That's what makes me more furious with the Knicks, because Jimmy didn't beat us at all. He didn't have no Jimmy game against the Knicks. If I got a no question. Beat the Knicks, I got a
5: question, real quick. Then
0: fucking Miami Heat role players beat the shit out the Knicks, bro. They real beat quick. the living real shit quick. out the Knicks. And real quick, the shit that Rafi, was alarming who- to me the most. Was, Real quick, state. It looked like our drafted players didn't want it as much as the undrafted players wanted it. Like, these dudes did not want it. Quickly, you scared to shoot open threes? When in the regular season, literally, the fan base was up. Me and Jay asked about you, man, you quickly, fan. For months, for like two months straight. And we get to the playoffs, your man don't even want to shoot an open three? Man, listen, man. This, this this was probably like, this was only my second, no, my third playoff experience with the Knicks. And 23 years watching the Knicks. So it's not like I got a full sample size of, of playoff basketball for me. Question. I don't Question. know what playoff basketball feel like. I'm Question. still a newbie at playoff basketball. So when I see Grimes and quickly passing up open shots, and I bring up a CAA guy like Dylan Brooks, the timeline is in flux because they say, oh, Dylan Brooks trash. Well, nigga. I know Dylan Brooks gonna shoot a fucking three when he open. That I know he gonna break some dog mentality. I'm sick of Grimes smiling and shit. Quickly, what the fuck you playing 2K for? Why? Wow. You shouldn't even have time to play 2K, fam. If I was a multi, if I was a millionaire basketball player, bro, I swear to God, bro, it would be a rare occasion I'm on the game, bro. I'm always in the gym, your question. bro. I'm living, bro. I'm breathing the question. gym, bro. And do want to be on vacation, getting burgers and fries instead of being in the gym after he got outplayed by Kevin fucking Love? And then Nick fans come at Jay about his fandom. Man, fuck out of here, man. Go ahead, man. Yo, it, it, who, yo who
5: I want to think ask think a question to Raph. You can hit. Can I hit me?
10: Yeah, I'm here. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jay. So
5: if you go out on the list of, of Leon Rose moves, Pat, if you just eliminate Jalen Brunson, if if you go out on the list, if you look at Evan Fournier contract. If you look at Randall's contract, if you look at like uh, Mitchell Robinson's contract, you look at the descendant contracts, the, the the just the all the different moves that he's made, the draft picks that he's made, the lack of draft picks that he's made. Identifying Maxie not picking him, identifying Trey Murphy the third not picking him. Uh, there's a lot of guys that he uh, Devin Vassal for the Ov pick. There's a lot of guy Halliburton. There's a lot of guys that he could have picked in a situation to make the next team better that he just didn't pick. What what makes him what says that he did a good job outside of uh, he, he,
10: Here's here's another one. Here's another one. First, it started when he got here. First, he hired a, a whole coaching crew. He hired John, Johnny Bryant. Tom Thibodeau, Johnny Bryant. Johnny Bryant, which is why the reason Donovan Mitchell wants to come to New York. Does Leon Rose deserve props for that? Here's my that's my question to do my question to you, Jay. Because Donovan Mitchell wants to come to New York. Does he deserve praise for that? Yes or no?
0: Donovan, yo, that's a
10: hold on, hold on, hold on. This is for Jay. This is me and Jay, real quick. Let me just All get two, a minute with with Jay. Jay from Florida, give it to me straight. He hired he hired Johnny Bryant. You hear Donovan Mitchell say, "Yo, my coach is there, Johnny Bryant. I want to come to New York. I'm from New York." On top of that, does Lee and the culture is changing? The, does Leon Rose get props for that? Yes or no?
5: No, do nah, bro. Bro, le- bro, listen, man. The, le- listen, Leon Rose has done the bare minimum to get your franchise where a normal NBA franchise should be functioning. Now it's time. We've been in the job for five years, bro. I know we haven't had much to look at in terms of GMs. The Phil Jackson era, Scott Perry and Steve Mills era. And, and Scott Perry and Steve it's, it's Mills and got a it, lot of it's assets. It's been three
10: years, though, Jay.
5: Bro, they started what? It's Twenty. They started what? End of 2019? Beginning of 2019, March.
10: Yeah, twenty twenty, yeah. COVID hit.
5: Nah, before that, bro. I think I thought I think they, no, they got the job in twenty nineteen. Steve
10: Mills got fired in January. In what year? Twenty twenty. And it was okay. it, it was middle of the it was in the middle of the RCA. They've been
5: there for four, four seasons, brother. Now we're in a situation where the cap the cap situation is hampering. Right? Steve Mills and Scott Perry had us in a better cap situation because they signed one year deals. They identify the guys that they want to sign and try for one year. If it didn't work out, they fall the books. Cool. These guys signed Kemba Walker when Kemba Walker was identified by the Celtics training staff and not being able to walk on his own power in the bubble, right? Mistake. Evan Fournier hasn't played for them in a year and a half. He's making $18 million a year. They have $35 million in total sitting on the bench during a playoff series where you're struggling to score points. No NBA franchise, serious NBA franchise it's not going to utilize thirty-five million dollars on a on a major ro- on a major rotation player to help you in a playoff series. The Knicks did that. That's a Leon Rose red flag right there. The draft over and over again. They've got some decent players. Quickly, Grimes, Obi, cool, but they've missed a lot of plays as well. They haven't been aggressive. They didn't go up and get Maxi. They didn't go up and get Trey Murphy the third. You're still trying to trade for Chris Dorate. You should have had a pick at eleven. Just decent logical decisions you, you should have made. A couple of years ago, they want to they they want to win the last ten games of the, series, the season when the season was done since March, since the Brooklyn shot. Put yourself in position so you could go sign the kid that went to Indiana. So you can sign. So you could, you could get get in the shade and sharp conversation. You need a wing. You have to employ a wing. No, they don't do that. They trade a first round asset that is supposed to use for a major trade, right? Because their CAA is there to get a major star in the building. You use a major asset. To go get you a Josh Hart, you use another first round pick, a major asset, to get the money off your books. So you could go after Jalen Brunson. In the last four or five years, they haven't made they haven't made a draft pick in three years. You not Nothing you but trade draft picks and not get a star. So what are they doing? By the way, he got hired in March second,
6: twenty twenty. That is literally the twenty nineteen season. So I am I, I don't know why Sean with a W and other people keep saying three years. It's been four. Four, four years, four bro. Years. He's in a whole
5: rotation of yeah,
6: bro. It's the timeless. calendar. The NBA setup. calendar for the regular season is from October until April. He got hired March second, twenty
8: twenty. Jay, up you, did, you didn't, time. you didn't even mention the Cam, the, him trading a first round pick for Cam Reddish. Shit, I even
5: fucking mentioned trade, waste another first round pick on Cam Reddish, and then and not get rid of Cam Reddish. What the fuck, bro? It's crazy shit. Like literally past Jalen Brunson. This guy hasn't had – there's no net positive, brother. He's he's, he's fucking using up – he's drying the well of the first-round picks we supposedly have year after year. He's fucking trading for pr- protected first-round picks that really have no value because they're so fucking protected. Every year, he's just wasting more time trying to buy himself more and more time. When are you going to make the big swing? Why are you in this position? It's why do you this you job it. if you're not going to get players to put in a position to be a perennial?
2: Championship contender. I, 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 I,
5: okay, Jay, running the team and not a
10: basketball person. Jay. I, I just feel I feel I'm patient. I'm patient with him. I think he could do it. I like uh-huh. that. At least Donovan Mitchell is talking. And when he was in the playoffs, he was frustrated that he wasn't traded for the Knicks. Uh-huh. So I, I like before that that sort of stuff wasn't happening. At least the last five years when Steve Mills was here, like that wasn't when Phil Jackson was here. Ain't nobody was doing what Donovan Mitchell was doing when he was in the playoffs, frustrated that he didn't get traded here and wish that he was here. And we have Jalen Brunson here on top of that who can help him. So if we just, it looks like, we, look, uh, it looks like we're one, one, one star away. But where, so
5: when does the star materialize? What are the I, net I, positives in, in Leon Rose outside of Jalen Brunson? What are some of the I, positives?
10: What? They, how do I say that? Uh, I think I I like where we are. I, I, where we at right now is not terrible from where we were before two years ago and three years ago before Leon Rose. Where we were, it was, it was like it it was this team was terrible. We couldn't draft right. We couldn't. do this is what I, this right. is
5: why this is why I don't like some Knicks fans and, and what they say because you're not comparing Leon Rose to his contemporaries, right? You're not comparing Leon Rose to the San Prestes. To, to the Stevens is the world, uh, to Henry, the guys that he's going against. He's Tim on the floor every day. We're comparing him to previous regimes, to, to previous regimes that were terrible. We're not comparing him to the guys that he's going against and the guys that are putting together rosters. Tim Connolly, what's his name? Uh, what's the cat name from Denver? I, I, I like our
8: to... team more than the Brooklyn Nets. That's that's, it. It. that's such team. an
5: important point, Jay. Like, that's such an important
8: point what you just said. Tim like, Connolly. Show on point. Jay. Bro, Tim, Tim Hamm- Connolly Hamm- runs Hamm-
5: the, the Nuggets, bro. John Hammond Hamm- from Orlando.
6: He drafted, he drafted Giannis
5: Middleton and Middleton. Correct. He got a job with Orlando. Correct, correct, and, and, and Calvin Booth. These guys put together the Nuggets roster is perfectly put to constructed one to fourteen. They have literally we went through the roster. They have no weaknesses. Whatever you got, they can check. They can literally guard, defend anything that you got, and they can spread the court wide open for 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 Joker if you need to. This is a coherent franchise that is putting together a roster, not based on relationships and feelings, but based on actual need, right? Eric Sposcher last night said, Raphael, he said that he doesn't believe, the, the, the philosophy of the Miami Heat is my main players, my star players have to be committed on defense. They have to be defenders. He, he said he wasn't interested in a player if he's not going to be engaged on defense. That, that's the organizational philosophy right? The Heat also believe in playoff performance. If if a guy can't produce in the playoffs, if he can't come, if he doesn't show up, he's not a Heat member. Pat Riley gets rid of him. He's not wasting his time, right? What is the organizational philosophy of the Knicks? What kind of players do they enjoy? Who do they employ? Like, what, what are they doing to get better? Julius Randle, like Ari said, for the last four or five years, has proven to be a net negative every playoffs. He's shot. He has a shit playoff uh, percentage, his shot doesn't his often his defensive effort, his defensive rating and net rating looks terrible during the playoffs man gives you no effort, his rebounding numbers go down, he's not engaged he's checked out, and then this is the guy that you you built your team around right, you 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 employ Tom Thibodeau you know, Tom Thibodeau's gotten to a certain point, but you can't sit in, in a room and watch film against Eric Spolster, watch the Denver film, you know what I'm saying, Watch watch the Celtics film Watch Ty- Tyron Loose film. You can't sit down in the room and look at Tom Thibodeau's offensive creation, his, his just his offensive sets, and say that he's 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 comparable to these NBA coaches that he ha- he got to face every night. And you will win with Tom Thibodeau. Jay, you'll win. Jay, this you'll from- win regular season games.
6: Jay, but this when- is from Sports Illustrated. In the regular season, Randall averaged a 25, 10 and four slash line on forty-six percent and right. shooting thirty-four percent from three. In the playoffs, he's averaged 15, 8, and four on thirty four percent from the field overall. Of all the players shooting at least fifteen attempts a night in the postseason, Randall has the worst field goal percentage of all players shooting at least six threes a night. Randall has the second worst three point percentage, only ahead of De- of Dylan Brooks.
5: So, I mean, you're looking at that the, Leon Rose. You got you got analytics. Games, you got... By the way, I'll put it up on a jumbotron. You got stacked guys. You got all the shit that you can reach and look for. Like, why? Why are you not inclined to make changes? Why have yeah, you Jay, just stop playing?
10: Jay, real quick. My whole thing is this: defending Julius Randle with what he did in the playoffs. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to fall. my. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go over there. Right. So you, you got it. I'm going to say you got it. Bam. Last year, and you was there too. You was one of you. You, you was among wanted to play the kids, developing our young core, having a better young core. All right, fine. We Leon Rose traded out the first round. You're not happy about it, very salty about it, fine. But this year, right, Tom Thibodeau, I'm assuming that the front office agreed with him. They Derek Rose barely got any minutes this year. Evan Fournier didn't get any minutes this year. That's why when you guys make a strong narrative to play the kids, trade Alec Burks, and that happens Alec Burks gets traded we see more minutes for IQ we see more minutes um for the young core uh, and and Quentin Grimes starting whatever fine
0: so while they was trying to play
10: my my whole thing is so why you guys we got what playoffs? you – we we got what we wanted, right? We got –
5: not you, you got he, he's, a, he's, a, he's a glaring
10: – Let me finish he, my sentence real quick because I want to let you guys talk real quick. You guys right. got it. You guys got it. Tom, I feel like Tom Thibodeau gave you guys everything you, everything you guys were complaining about. In terms of the young yeah. core, like Tom Thibodeau gave it to you guys and more, not only in the regular season, but all the way up into the second <laughs> round in the playoffs. He did not. Does he get, what about – what do you guys feel about that?
5: Well, so so hold on, State. I gotta go. I, I gotta go after this. So so here's here's the problem with with the Leon robles led Knicks, right? So you in a situation where I always bring it back to to roster Construction, right? Employing the right guys to win NBA games. Now you in a situation where I don't know how much power Tom Thibodeau got. Lefty always says that he's the he's the most he's the highest basketball name in the room. He's the most knowledgeable guy. He's the expert, right? You in a situation where last year. You had to pick pretty much between two guys to get under the cap for to sign Jalen Brunson. Right now, the logical basketball explanation would be to trade Derrick Rose to get rid of Derrick Rose and to retain Alec Burks. Right, for some reason, he chose to trade Burks, which is the younger player, the more u- the more useful player, the guy that you put in position to play point guard for you all yet, and pretty much the lead offensive initiator for your team for the whole fucking season he traded him gotta be based on relationships and feelings and not actual basketball logic he's done this shit over and over again whether it be villanova whether it be kentucky whether it be his caa ties it's not he's not making decisions based on bi- basketball logic in team construction he's basing it based on the family inkling obi topping having sam rose as his agent uh jalen brunson it, oh, fucking um josh hart like, you can't, you, you're not supposed to fucking pay guys based on your, your feelings and, and your family ties to them. Like, Josh Hart shouldn't, you can't employ an $18 million wing that can't hit a fucking shot in the playoffs you need one. You go, you fucking go sign Caldwell Pope. You go sign Bruce Brown, guys that can actually knock down the shot for you and play defense. You can't sign, be signed homeboys to your main star player that can't help you when it's time to win. What are we about here? We Jay, about Jay, Rupert,
10: Jay, to respond to that, you're right. Uh-huh. Maybe Jay. Maybe Josh – look, that, I think last year was his first year in the playoffs. I'm not excusing that. He uh-huh. may not hit a shot, but right. he might get a, an offensive rebound. I'll say that much.
5: Your, wing, your wings in the playoffs, bro. I mean, cool if you get an extra possession for your guys. Cool, but we're in a situation where we literally needed a three. This man was wide open, completely wide open, and Jalen Brunson did not trust it to pass his the man. The Knicks play at a glacial
6: pace, averaging just 93 possessions a game in the playoffs. In the regular season, New York was ranked bottom five. In the playoffs, they were ranked
5: bottom three. You got to have guys that could knock down shots for you in the playoffs. And you can't have $35 million worth of caps sitting on your bench not being used. Like, you, ha- everybody has to be effective. You but can't Jay- be using guys on rookie contracts, and you-, and you can't depend on the guys that you invest the real money in. You but, Jay... Have-
10: to your oh. point, to your point. Look, right, right. We, we developed, a, we're, we did a lot of developing of a young core last season. And Emmanuel Quickly, during the regular season, was hitting shots. In the playoffs, like everybody's saying, and like you saw, he was cold. But that comes with the territory. Like, Quentin Grimes not hitting shots. He's still young, but at least we got to see him. We take the good with the bad. That, that's what I am saying.
5: Like, you pay quickly. Now you got to make a decision on paying quickly. Are
10: you? But that comes. You my my point to you is what I'm trying to and, and I'm really trying to harp this to it, like stay uh-huh. you because Ari, even though Ari, I don't really see Ari really criticizing the you young court like quickly? that. But 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 I know Ari's very big on the young core and wanting to, to play the kids. Anyways, to make to, to if you guys really wanna, you got to take the good with the bad. If they don't perform in the playoffs. You got to take that to the chin like it comes with the territory. You got to say next season when they go to the playoffs that they are going to do it. I mean if you really I believe if you really support them that you know what? We do got the guys. They just didn't perform. They're so blind faith,
5: basically. No. I, I
10: mean uh, I mean I mean I believe in IQ. I, I believe game, IQ man. can oh, do oh it.
5: I that's think- a dangerous game you play, Ralph, cuz you, now you put now you're banking on you're not banking on any certainty. Like, in the NBA, you got to bank on certainty. Like, guys got to be able to make shots. You got you have to have reliable players. Like, this only, quickly is now an NBA veteran, bro. He's going into a second contract. Like, these he's, guys... He's going to anymore. four...
10: Yeah, he's going to year four. So, the, I, I even made it to this space. I even said it. Year four, I'm going to criticize Emmanuel quickly. I'm going to treat him like a six-man-of-the-year candidate. Right. And he got to step up. Like Absolutely. like I did with RJ, I'm going to do mm-hmm. IQ. I'm right. on to him. OB, I mean, it's hard because he only plays 12 minutes. And but, uh, he gives you a lot of energy, but
5: you but know what's the positive Leon Rose four. gave it's you in four. the last couple of years? You, you answered my question. What what do you what do you like about the Leon Rose bill so far?
10: Like I said, like I said, last I I I'm, I like the fact I like the fact that you guys complained about playing the young core. No, nah, I don't talk and, about and, us, and, man. And this what do you like? I feel like this season, Jay from Florida. I feel like this season made me a bit. Like I said. I don't know if I said it once. If I did, I'm gonna say it again. This season played a big difference of me of supporting uh, Leon Rose, uh, the Josh Hart playing the kids, Jalen Brunson. I, everything we you, I, I'm surprised that you guys are so. Dis- if you if you're frustrated, Randall, I get it. Tibbs maybe, but Leon Rose. I mean, if you look at it, you got they, they the kids They made it to the playoffs.
0: I I heard enough. Um, you know. Leon
6: Rose's ass. Just want to throw this out here again, oh, say before you continue. Before you continue, just want to throw it out here. Rankings of the best offensive ratings in the playoffs. Denver's number one. Boston's number two. Clippers is number three. Phoenix, number four. Miami's number five. Atlanta's six. Milwaukee's seven. L.A.'s eight. Warriors, nine. Philadelphia is ten. The Kings were 11. Minnesota was 12. Literally, the New York Knicks, only three teams better offensively are better than the grizzlies cavaliers and the brooklyn nets for the playoffs Jesus. like, like the leon team. rose
5: has these numbers raf like now Bottom of the you, you got to make adjustments you, you got to correct these issues like you can't keep tom Thibodeau. and you, let's say you want to keep tom Thibodeau involved, uh employed cool go get yourself a nice offensive coordinator that can come in and help him offensively like 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 force him do your job as a manager right? Because you're in charge of the team. You're the president of basketball operations. Do your job as a manager to help this man help himself. Like, we can't sit back and, and wait for and him to out... run it back. Hours. Yes, yeah, and run it keep back running it back face. over and over again.
1: Like, yeah, this is that's not, not... We're not
5: in that type of situation. Like, we're a win-down organization. We're, we haven't invested in the draft. We don't have anybody in our farm system per se. The guys that we have are, are literally going to go get their second contracts. It's, it's, it's put up a shut-up time, bro. Like, it, it's cute... Leon Rose is cute, but now it's like, come on, this is the summer to do it. Then, on top of that, you have the new CBA in place to where that the moves that you're scheduled to make, you got to kind of make them this summer, because now you're going to be hamstrung in the next couple of years to be able to do something. So, yep. if he comes out of the summer this year and doesn't get anybody of substance, like, what, what's next for this organization? One of the worst offenses in
6: the playoffs and state, they averaged the least amount of assists in the playoffs at 18.
0: They oh, were dead the- last.
5: I got to go go for my wife beat me up, but Jalen Brunson has nine minutes of of actual dribbling per game on his his resume. He has the ball for nine minutes total during game. That's like pretty much a whole quarter. Jalen Brunson is dribbling the basketball. You can't have that, bro. You cannot have that. Tim's gotta go, man.
6: Bottom three and field goals made. I'm just gonna keep throwing this shit out because everybody just wants to run it back. Bottom three and field goals made. They were only better than the Cavs and the Nets. You gotta score in the playoffs, man. Yep,
0: you gotta yep. score. And you need you need individual, you need individual shot creators and shot makers. The, the, today's NBA is different compared to the NBA that I grew up with. And the NBA I grew up with in the 2000s, the two thousands really special they really want a specialist, right? They want a three-point specialist. They wanted a defensive specialist. You could, you could get employed on the NBA team and do one thing very well, and you will keep your job. In today's NBA, You, you could be Ron Mercer. Ron Mercer <laughs> in, in the 90s and 2000s. <laughs> bottom,
6: bottom three in field goal percentage in the playoffs. I'm
0: just going to keep saying it randomly. <laughs> so, so for me, uh, I want changes. I, I, I'm getting nervous day by day. As the days passes, because I don't want to see the same team come back. Um,
5: I'm in, not, in our close, in our closeout mm-hmm. game, real quick, my, my first thing, In our closeout I game, how many points did we have in that second half of the closeout game?
6: There and, was five what, field goals made in that in that closeout game, other than Brunson yeah, for right. the entire team. For oh. the second half, no, for the entire game, five
5: field five goals five more made. field goals than, than Brunson. That's terrible. Brunson. Come come
6: Brunson on. had all the field goals, other than Brunson. Only five field goals
5: were made,
6: not attempted, made. Who by w- everybody not named Brunson?
5: Leon Rose has these numbers, man, and he's refusing to to fucking adjust the team and make changes.
6: Three point three pointers made in the playoffs. The Knicks were dead <laughs> dead bottom of two.
5: Phoenix. Oh, we already Blues. know that. Yeah, we, we Phoenix already Phoenix. Yeah, we know listen, that. <laughs> I mean, listen, man, listen. People say that the Celtics was full. We to beat the Celtics. Hell, fuck no. 3 point, per- point no,
6: percentage. Bro. They were the worst in the playoffs, including a play-in.
5: Hell no, bro. Bro, they beat who they were supposed to beat, but now we're in a situation where we're not going to be able to compete with the big, like the East. We're watching the East go to a fucking a rehaul, right? A readjust. Nick yeah. Nurse is going to get Joellen beat in primo shape, bro. That motherfucker is going to be a completely different guy coming out next year. New coach, yeah. new new ideology. He's going to be completely. Giannis already put on his on his Instagram page. Yeah, I'm tired of y'all sleeping on me. It's disrespectful. He's going to come out ready to go. That's that's two MVP candidates you got you got coming out ready to go. T- Br- uh, Brown and Tatum just got the ass with national TV. Brian Whitehorse game. went
6: on on, 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 on several podcasts saying Jalen Brown's about to get the Max from Boston. So they're going to do whatever it takes to they in in and They're going to be
5: motivated for getting embarrassed. Oh my right? God. Oh my so God. You, you, you got the cast with a whole nother year under their belt that's going to come back ready to go. Like, Leon Rose can't sit on his hands this year, bro. You cannot. Lomelo <laughs> and Baldwin is going to come back. They're going to get uh, Miles back. Then they got a top, what, two pick? Top two pick. Yo. Yeah,
6: top two pick. Brandon Miller's going to be Orlando's,
5: Orlando's coming. Good. Orlando's a year older with Franz Wagner and Pablo. Yo, like,
0: come on, man. The like, on the way. Like, like we can't sleep. Like, Nick fans, I be telling Knicks fans, this is why my hot take is if the Knicks bring back the same roster, and, and, and last, because I want to get out of here now, is, yo, we're going to regress next season if we do not improve the roster. And when I say improve, I'm talking about tanker. We cannot go back in the next season with the same roster. I'm strongly against Bro it. listen. If they don't get a superstar next year this summer, bro, or, or somebody substantial, I'm gonna call for
5: Leon Rose's job and I, I just want a GM in there that understands NBA analytics, understands drafting and scouting. And I, I just want somebody to just draft their players again. I don't care if it's a fucking lottery pick. I don't care if we pick 15 every year. I just want somebody in there that's gonna put talent on this team. Like, like already oh,
6: said, like already said, State, they're they're in they're in mid. Because you gotta start paying everybody to keep this core together, and
5: right now this core and you, together, and you not resetting unit? the roster, you yeah, not this, resetting the contracts, yeah. This yeah. core
6: together as a unit, bro, is dead last in offense in the, when it comes big boy time,
0: playoff Yo, time. I, I put that I put that onus on Tibbs, and and I asked Nick fans the first time we got punched out of the playoffs. Um, have you ever seen an NBA team field six players that all shot under forty percent? And nobody can answer the question. So that tells me whatever Tibbs is scheming, that shit is ass and it needs to go. Um, The Knicks have the—I think we had the the sixth highest-rated offense in NBA history this season. But the underlining of that, we was bottom 10 in— Every offensive statistical. No, the
5: starting lineup don't really make sense, man. If you look at the build of the starting lineup, it don't make sense. You
6: literally have to trade two of those people off that starting five. It doesn't make sense, no matter who it is, you gotta
0: trade two of them. They don't fit, bro. That that starting
6: five don't fit.
0: And I think they they don't for me personally, that starting five that the Knicks got right now doesn't fit. It's not conducive to playoff basketball because of Jalen Brunson. And I'm not saying that to be a negative on Jalen. I'm saying when you bring in a six-foot-one guard that's his height, you need tall, big-ass wings. And you need wings who get a shot, and you need a center like Porzingis who can actually space the floor.
5: What, what was it, 28 from Pace this year again? What was we, Dish? 28 ranked they ranked, bottom they ranked. five. They were
6: ninety they were ninety-third, so they were in the bottom tier of, of possessions. I'll I'll pull it up the staff for you, but they were ninety-third in possessions. So they got ninety-three possessions a game. It's literally bottom bottom. Who's half. number one? Who's number one? Uh Denver.
5: <laughs> and how much how many possessions they got a game? Like a hundred and uh, hold on, let me see. It's like hundred and
6: twelve, hundred and thirteen. So they got like how, 30 how more long did it take
5: to get into a shot? How
6: long how many seconds on the shot clock? Minus twice in late- the game. Oh, watching the game
5: minus the Lakers series, it's quick. It's it's above 20 seconds. But with yeah, okay. the Lakers series, it was underneath 20 so, seconds. So, they again, they're getting their shot off in seven seconds or less, bro. Like, literally Phoenix Suns, Mike D'Antoni level shit. Like, the, Leon, now, Leon Rose, this is his job to identify the shortcomings of his roster, right? Because NBA teams, if you want to compete, they get over 100, 110 possessions a game. They get into their shot seven, eight seconds or less, seven seconds or less. This is just what the modern NBA is. Like yeah, fucking yeah. Leon Rose, wake up, pull your fucking head out your old ass and look at what the modern NBA is giving you and adjust and hire people that help you get to that spot. Like, Yo. wake the fuck up, bro. Wake your fan base up. Wake yourself up. Understand that it's a it's 2023 and motherfuckers are literally getting. It's been like this forever. Mike D'Antoni told you years ago, seven seconds or less. Get into the modern NBA. The, we're here now. <laughs>
0: Oh man, man, I appreciate y'all for joining me today. And is walking out of this space because they can't talk.
6: They actually got better,
0: Jay. They actually got better. I,
6: I, I, that's a per 100 possessions. They went from 117 in the first round to 120 in the second round and then 121 in the third round. So they got better. Like, I know he like left, but they, Denver, Denver Nuggets is different, bro. They're
0: Denver Nuggets, different. shout different. out to them. I give them all the props in the world. They stole Jokic. The Knicks drafted Clay Anthony early over Jokic. They stole Jamal Murray. The Knicks traded all their draft picks for the Carmelo Anthony trade. They stole Michael Porter Jr. because we wanted to draft Kevin Knox. Shout-outs to the Denver Nuggets. That's a team that I inspired to be. That's an organization I inspired to be like. Uh, but, you know, first things first, the Knicks got to do some changes this summer. Um I'm not interested in the Randall and Thibodeau combo anymore. I have no energy for that. I have no energy to battle random Knicks fans on the timeline anymore for that. It is pointless. When a Knicks fan tells me how we're going to replace 25, 11, and 4, from now on, my rebuttal is, no, brother or sister, is how we're going to replace 15, 8, and 34% from the field. Because his regular season numbers mean nothing to me. That don't make me no money that don't make me. That means nothing to me anymore. It only means something to him. This is why he plays all these fucking games because his contract, his contract has incentives. An incentive if he plays a certain amount of games, he will get an extra four million dollars. So yeah, Randall, get your money. But you in New York, brother, you you can't just get your money and think you're not gonna come. You're not gonna get criticized. Even Melo got criticized. But the difference between Melo and any other star, no, because I'm not even going to disrespect the Knicks because I have not seen a superstar walk through the doors since Melo. I haven't seen a superstar ever on the Knicks in my 23 years watching the Knicks besides Melo. Anytime you get a, a, a guy like that, that walk in the building, you want a guy who holds himself accountable. Nobody on this planet Earth can say Melo, when he was a Nick, he did not hold himself accountable. He didn't send no fucking Jr. Smith to the podium. He went to the podium. He didn't send no fucking Iman Schumper to the podium. Fuck, no! I don't remember Tyson Chandler talking like that to the, in the podium. Shit, when Melo was here, I, I don't even remember Omari going to the podium like that. So, I, I want my players to hold themselves accountable, but I also want to hear my coach hold himself accountable. The one thing that Struck out to me about the Celtics coach. And I said, you know what? I ain't going to shit on this coach, man. I I like this dude, man. His first time head coach, He's 34 years old, man. It's cool. He said, maybe I lost the locker room. You had dickhead Knicks fans coming on the app. Oh, you see? The coach talked too much and he he, he said he lost the locker room. Well, after he said that little comment, the Celtics came back and tied the series up 3-3. So maybe you need to say certain things to push certain buttons with your players. Tom Thibodeau just dick-eat Randall every time he gets on the podium. I'm done with that shit. Then the motherfucker said Randall was in his prime. And he did, Randall in his prime. He's still young. You dummy. Jokic is young. They identified Jokic four years ago. You knew he was going to be good. When your, first, when your team's best player is a pass-first guy, you're guaranteed going to win something significant. Or if your team' first player is a is a two way wing, you're guaranteed gonna win something significant. Go look at all the NBA champions from the past twenty years. The team's best player, that guy's special. We running around with Randall. That's like that's like going in a gunfight. They shooting AR 15s at you. You got the little the little pocket rocket. You got the little thirty eight or some shit like that. Like my man from Philly. I forgot his name. The little puppet with the little pocket rocket. Come on, man. We're going to war. People got machetes. We got butter knives. Come on, Leon. Leon got to be better, man. You got to be better, man. But I um, appreciate everybody for joining me tonight. Um, I'm about to go and touch some grass. And I'm going to holler at y'all, man. It's your boy, State. The audios will be out tomorrow. And I'll see y'all tomorrow. Somebody host the space tomorrow. Appreciate you, D. Um, Jay, Irie, um, Billy Smooth, Keesha Stan, Raphael, um, D. All you guys watch reality, dip tape. Um, Jay, um, Jeremy, Matt, and and G. I see all of y'all. I see all of you guys. Man, I appreciate all of you guys for rocking with me today. Um, you know, I I don't have no schedule with these spaces. I just start a space whenever, or I usually start a space at work to get me through my work shift. So I'm out of here. I'm gonna holla at y'all. And company men, we love you. Y'all Nick fans just like me. Y'all Nick fans just like me. But company men, please shut the fuck up about us at Negative Nick's Twitter bitching. Let us bitch in peace. I don't need you to come under my tweet telling me how to be a good fan. Let me bitch in peace. Let me complain to Jay in peace let Ari complain let us complain in peace what we what we talk about don't make you shit I'm gonna leave y'all with that y'all have a blessed night man peace and blessings